Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Welcome back from the break, the uh, Labor Day break. We did not take one after that loss. We felt like we should uh, be, and we were going to do it even if Baylor won. We were going to work. But uh, the that was a rough go for a lot of folks. We had some high school teams lose. We had the Bears lose. Rangers, I mean, you just expect that. It doesn't matter if they have a lead or not. You know the Rangers are going to lose. I did want to tell you, Aaron, uh, and the rest of our audience, uh, and Aaron already knows this, Hicksie, they call him, Matt Hicks, one of the broadcasters for the Rangers is set to go with us at 420 today. And, of course, the Rangers getting ready to take on the Astros, the dreaded and hated Astros, the silver boot or whatever they call it, is already off the table. Astros hold a, I think, 7-4 edge this season. The Rangers will not get the boot. Uh, well, they've gotten the boot, by the way, into third place. Aaron, the only good news is, Seattle lost while the Astros beat the Rangers, and so Rangers are only one game out, but they're behind two teams that are tied for first place in the AL West. I mean, and again, we're got, we're not going to, don't worry, we're not getting away from this Baylor thing. There are some people that missed our show yesterday, Aaron, are like, oh my gosh, I, I missed all the, the Baylor, all the 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 pulling of you know the gnashing of teeth everything no no we had it we had good calls yesterday we had good text messages we'll continue to allow that i mean if you have thoughts well people were mad at dave some people were taken up for dave some people were mad at just the overall scene everybody had thoughts um i've been in touch with people part of the program today sons come up over there and their uh, preparations seem to be going extremely well i listened to an interview of dave yesterday aaron after we got off the air and and the guy who did it uh, does a nice job he asked all the right questions because dave after a game like that needs to uh obviously we would rather be doing it ourselves uh but we do some kind of weird share situation anyway the guy did a nice job uh and and it was just interesting to hear Dave responses I, I think it's it's good news and bad news for Baylor fans the the good news is he doesn't really hear all the noise and all, how mad you are and I, a lot of times fans kind of want to be heard and want to be you know they want to be able to sound well we, you can be heard here I mean we'll let you text in we'll let you sound off we'll let you call in you can always be heard here Dave is a different animal one of the things that might be good for him this week is how insulated he is. Let me tell you, let me let me peel back the curtain a little bit. 
um, when something was going wrong with Art, with Art's program, uh, Bryles or Rule, or even back to Guy Morris days, boy, I knew about it. I was in touch with all three of those coaches, uh, had daily type relationships with them. I got a great relationship with Dave, but boy, Dave keeps the media at arm's length. Now, the good news about that is Dave was questioned yesterday about, man, do you hear all this pressure? Are you, do you feel the pressure in the building? Because as media and then fans, we can't imagine all the things being said about Dave Aranda and think that somehow he can tune all that out. Well, let me tell you, that's kind of how he's wired. This first coach, basketball or football, I've ever had that I can't just, like, call up when I need. He, he, and he wants it that way. Again, very nice, very candid, very genuine. I, it's not even a complaint. It's just that everything's at arm's length with him. The, the good news about that is, as they prepare this week, anything we say, anything they're out there saying on the internets, the cyberspace, or wherever everybody is, uh, or the Waco Trib, not reading it, not seeing it. I mean, he'll talk to J Mo because they're in the building, and and he, you know, he'll he'll visit with J Mo, and I think they have a really good relationship. But other than that, that's it, man. There's no outside like, oh, Dave, how are you responding to everybody saying what could happen if you do this or that? Or what if you lose this many games? You're going to get fired. Now, I would say other members of that department do hear things, and people will go to them. I think they understand with Dave Aranda, it's better not to go to him. Like his his kind of um, oh right hand man that used to be kind of managing his daily schedule and kind of protecting him and making sure this and that. He had like somebody. Uh, serving in that role like a direct like a GM or a or a, a director of, of staff or something and that was Dennis Polian Dennis Polian's gone Baylor for whatever reason decided and maybe Dennis was okay with this they decided they didn't need Dennis Polian around anymore he gone he's out so Dave's kind of on his own but man it's uh so I guess what I'm saying is Aaron it it's uh it's okay um, that everybody's upset, and if you're just coming back to us from a long weekend, we did we did three hours on it yesterday. We looked at that game from every avenue. I saw one list today, Aaron, and it was PFF, and it had like the top rankings they'd given all quarterbacks around the country, and they had Blake Shapin number two, and that's great. I thought Blake played his rear off, and I'm I'm great with that ranking. In the top eight to nine that I saw, Aaron, PFF, they did not have T.J. Finley from Texas State on there. Well, then, to me, that list becomes bogus. Like, there's no way, like, ten quarterbacks perform better than T.J. Finley did against Baylor. Whatever your methodology is, it's wrong. It's crazy if T.J. Finley's not there. Now, I hope that Texas State wins all its games. I don't think they will. But I, I root for them now because they were great. And I don't want this to be just like, well, they, I guess they just had a great game and they went 6-6 six and six and they barely made a bowl or qualified for a bowl. They haven't qualified for a bowl 
ever since they've been an FBS school, which was 2012, never been to a bowl game. Now, back in the day, they went to championships at a different level. They had Jim Wacker. They had Dennis Franchoni. They had some pretty good coaches there in the past. They got a great one now in uh, G.J. Kinney. This this, um, Utah bunch coming in is a different animal. Now, what we'll hear about soon, Aaron, is we'll hear um, because, boy, thanks to Drake, Drake Toll at it again. Drake, the enterprising young reporter that he is, um, I, you know, I, all, I said last week, I said, Drake, hey, we got G.J. Kinney. Won't you see if you can get Willingham, uh, Whittingham? Next thing you know, he's like, hey, we got him. We got our man. And uh, Drake is out today on assignment or whatever we'll call it. Uh, but, he, hey, he landed another big fish. And so uh, Aaron and I will play that for you. Uh, we've got in it. We'll uh, let our, our 320 uh, here in about 10 minutes. We're going to play that for you, uh, my interview with Kyle Whittingham, the Utah coach. Now, interestingly, Aaron, one of the things we'll hear about the interview is they have dug deep They've uh, on Sawyer Robertson to try to get ready for him. You wonder, well, what do they do? Look at high school tape? Yes. Yes. Lubbock coronado aaron you know how sometimes we want to see about a recruit we watch like huddle film or the highlights or whatever we can get our hands on right and that's kind of what they were doing there i mean now they may get better tape than we do maybe they can like call the lubbock coronado coaching staff and get something even better but they're back there kind of like we do aaron just looking at tape looking at old huddle tape looking at highlights trying to check out what this guy's like what he's about um i I think it I think it's a real it's a volatile situation. I mean to me this game is tough. Well, it's tough on both teams. Baylor's licking its wounds coming off a tough one. I think they're going to be prepared, ready to go. I think Sawyer will be ready to go. I think this coaching staff feels uh now they've been around long enough to have taken some licks. But Aaron, I mean, you think the uh if you think the fans feel embarrassed, or the players feel embarrassed. I don't think anybody can feel as embarrassed and and mad and uh, and frustrated as much as coaches. Now, coaches understand a little more about scheme than the rest of us, so they may, in the back of their minds, be thinking, okay, as bad as that was, we think we can make some tweaks and get this thing a lot better in a hurry. I think the fear, and again, I love Blake Shapin, the way he played the other day. He thought he played great. But I do think, Aaron, the, the, the unknown quarterback that the Bears are bringing to the table could be a major advantage for the Bears. These guys don't really know him. They don't exactly know how to prepare for him. And it makes me think of the time a couple of years ago, Aaron, when uh, – Chandler Morris stepped in, and a, a young guy that that uh, Bears weren't really prepared for. Uh, they tried to be prepared for the best way they could, and he came out and he was unreal in that last game of Gary Patterson. Well, it was after Gary Patterson had been fired or left or whatever they called it. Uh, and, and Chandler Morris came out and and played beautifully against the Bears. I kind of think Sawyer 
We could see some of that Saturday. Aaron, again, this has no bearing on Shapin because I love the way Shapin played the other day. But this gives this game an additional mystery and some juice, even more juice, the fact that Sawyer Robertson will be making his first collegiate start. I got to say, I'm excited. I think the coaches are excited. Again, they would they prefer to have Blake? Yes, absolutely. This is no statement on Blake Shapin. But I, I think I think the team is going to respond extremely well to Sawyer Robertson's leadership. Uh, Aaron, am I being too positive, or are you with me on this? No, I'm with you. I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, they got to look at a little bit of what Sawyer Robertson could do in the last game, but obviously not with a full week of practice as the starter. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just – this is a this is a huge game, and, and I don't know what to think about it, so I'm just going to wait till Saturday and watch. Well, I mean, you you got several days to talk about it, Aaron, so I, do, <laughs> I don't want you to wait too much. <laughs> You know, I want you to. I want you to. Even if you don't know what's going to happen, that's never stopped any of us <laughs> in radio from continuing to throw out things. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how everything comes down. Now, again, Rangers coming up in the four o'clock hour, five o'clock today. A real treat. JJ Joe returns to the program. Uh, the he's a uh, the the uh, analyst for radio, does the does it with uh, J Mo and uh, does a great job and so it'll be great to JJ's a uh, a great friend over the years and and JJ uh, sometimes you know broadcasters for school or whatever JJ has no problem giving his opinion and thoughts on these things and so uh, the way that went the other day. Now he's had time to break it down, maybe look at a little film. I think J.J. will uh, come with some strong comments and thoughts on what happened the other day to Baylor and what he anticipates moving forward. Aaron, I, I got to say, these Utah quarterbacks, I, I, was, I was so impressed with both quarterbacks for Utah that there was part of me that started thinking, well, wouldn't we kind of almost like to see Cam Rising make it back? You'll be able to hear from Kyle Whittingham, the head coach of the Utes, in a few minutes, and you can decide by parsing through what he says whether you think that this is going to happen or not, whether you think Rising is going to play. Rising makes them better. He makes them more dangerous. But I'm just telling you, these other two quarterbacks, they got one guy who started. I think his name's Bryson Barnes. He can throw it. He can move the team. And then Aaron, the guy they brought in second, Johnson, I believe is his last name, um, is fat. I mean, you could just tell. I mean, they're, they're playing Florida. Think about how fast the Florida defense is supposed to be. And this guy was just running by everybody. Um, he was the fastest player on the field. So they they have some different weapons. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I would say, I would lean toward thinking Rising does not start this game. 
Could he come into this game? I don't think so. But they're trying to get him ready, and he will make the trip. Cam Rising will be on the team plane and is planning to come to Waco. And they they say they've been having some 95-degree, 100-degree type days. Not 100, obviously, but 90 to 95. Um, and so they don't think the weather, but again, they've, they're trying to do everything from a hydration standpoint to be ready, and they don't want to cramp up and all that kind of stuff. I would imagine... Aaron, we'll take a peek at their roster, <clears throat> that they're also bringing a few Texans in. They generally do have some players from Texas, and so that will help them as well. But, of course, those Texans have been up there getting acclimated to the mountains. They're so used to other people being asked about playing there, they've got one of the top altitudes, uh, elevations in the country at that field. Aaron, it's going to be so much fun, this new conference, to go to – we'll go out there to Tempe. We'll go to Tucson. We'll head out to Boulder. Um, then we'll go, uh, you know, we'll go out to uh, Salt Lake City. I mean, there's a lot of fun places to go. Orlando, Cincinnati, uh, all these places are going to be fun to visit. All right, we are going to be joined by the head football coach of the Utah Utes. That is a man named Kyle Whittingham. That is next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones, down goes Jones. Only heard here. Parsons beat the left tackle clean. All season. It's another two-sack game for Michael Parsons. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants this Sunday, starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H-braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. 
Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gated mission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $75. Visit hotfair.com today for more information. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refines ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Drake Toll and Aaron Sexton as well. And uh, Coach Kyle Whittingham. Toll and Aaron Sexton as well. And uh, Coach Kyle Whittingham, head coach of Utah, on the line. And uh, Coach, uh, excited to uh, host you guys. Everybody's been pointing to this game for a while. Um, I got to say, you know, everybody, of course, you may have heard it's a little warm in this part of the country. I'm sort of, um, (laughs) I'm I'm sort of curious, is that something you, everybody has to prepare for y'all's altitude? And that's a constant storyline. Well, here it's the intense heat. Is that anything you approach anything differently from a hydration, anything you do differently to, to, you know, get your, uh, make sure your players aren't cramping up and, and going through all of that? 
Yeah, we have. And, uh, in fact, during fall camp, uh, typically we're a morning practice team. But, but knowing that this game was uh, game two on the schedule and it was going to be hot, we shifted everything to the afternoon. And and uh, we had a fairly hot uh, August here. So we were in 9,500-degree heat uh, pretty much every day for two straight weeks. And so so we've done uh, you know what we can to uh, get ready for it. I know the humidity will probably be a little higher there than what we got here. But uh, I think our guys are, are, are ready for it. And, and like I said, we, uh, we made that change during fall camp exactly for that reason. The way to take this on, of course, is to get as many Texans on your roster as possible, right? You've, <laughs> you've, uh, you've recruited a few uh, Texans over the years. You, you knew this was going to be a good game. Everybody was excited about it. But you didn't know Baylor was going to be coming off uh, a loss like they had to Texas State. And, boy, you can just imagine there's a lot of gnashing of teeth, and this was not expected, and they were favored by 27-and-a-half. Um, so you're kind of facing an angry and desperate Baylor team, maybe a little different than than what um, folks were anticipating. What, having watched the tape, um, I heard you say something the other day. You, you said you don't you think you'll see a different team than kind of what you saw on tape. But what were you able to kind of pick up about Baylor? And and, it, and what do you? I mean, what do you? How do you kind of make sure your team doesn't buy into any of this? Like, oh, Baylor had this horrible loss kind of thing. Yeah, we're just chalking this up to or that game up as an anomaly, and uh, you know we know all about Baylor and what their what their history is, and and uh, they play good football, and and uh, we had that exact conversation with our team on Friday in the team meeting that hey, you know, even, don't don't think you're going to go play a team that uh, is not physical and and won't be ready to play. I mean, they're going to be all that, and you know, they got a great coaching staff, and uh, and they didn't play all that poorly. I mean, offensively over 500 yards, and and. Uh, you know, the real undoing was the red zone. That's really what the difference in the game was, in my opinion, uh, just not capitalizing in the red zone. And, and uh, you know, Texas State obviously was able to do some things through the air. You know, they had some good receivers and, and uh, you know, made some opportunistic and timely plays. And and so we're fully aware that uh, this is a game that we're going to have to be at our best. And uh, that's what we're expecting. I know I'll be the first one to ask you about Cam Rising this week, but uh, the you know it, it was interesting how your quarterbacks Bryson Barnes and, and uh, Nate Jackson Johnson performed. I mean, a great kind of one-two punch. Uh, Nate, such a great change of pace, incredible speed. Uh, I don't know if that makes you think any differently about like. Cam, could we could we wait a little bit longer on bringing him back? Like what what and, and what will what will make you know he's truly ready to make this start Saturday? Like what what do you kind of need to see to make that? Because I would have to think you've got to kind of factor in that these two guys did some really good things for you, uh, you know, this past Thursday. Yeah, they certainly did, and, and handled their their situations respectively extremely well, and uh, you know so that was a positive thing to see. And you're right, Nate is uh, you know when he's out there, he looks like the fastest guy on the field every time he's out there, and so he's got a skill set that uh, you know as a former defensive coordinator myself, I know those uh, you know those guys that can hurt you with their legs and with their arm are the, the toughest to defend. So so we think he's got a bright future here. But as far as Cam, as soon as we get the the uh, absolute green light that he's cleared. Uh, completely and also he feels confidence I think that's uh, something that's very important is he's got to be confident in his knee and and feel like he's ready to go and so once those two things line up then he's our guy I mean he's the guy that led us to the last two championships and 
and uh, we'll put him in the game as soon as he feels like he's ready to go. And so if that's this week, then fantastic. But if not, then our other two guys got to be ready to uh, carry the load just like they did last week. Cal Whittingham, uh, coach of the Utah Utes on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, your flagship for Baylor football. Uh, coach, how do you prepare for Sawyer Robertson? You know he's going to be getting the start. Uh, not a lot of tape out there on him, maybe just a tiny bit at Mississippi State, just a very limited now at, at Baylor. Uh, do you go all the way back to – to high school how do you kind of make sure that you're ready for him because again they won't change their whole offense but certainly this guy brings some different things than than Blake Shapin uh, did yeah, he does, and, and yes, we have done our homework and then watched high school tape, and and uh, of course the, the the snaps that he got last week. Obviously, you know that's that's something that uh, our guys are studying hard, and and uh, that's how you do it. I mean, you just you call on all your resources and anybody that that coached the kid or knows the kid. I mean, you do as much background as you can, and and uh, that's just uh, pretty much typical from week to week. You know, when you have a player you don't know a lot about, you got to drill down and and turn over every stone and see what you can find out but uh, you know he's a big strong kid you know six four well over 200 pounds and and uh, we know he's athletic and and so we've got uh, you know got to have a plan for him it's more love it coronado tape than you plan on watching yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit yes what what do you remember coach about uh Facing Jeff Grimes, Baylor's offensive coordinator, obviously was at BYU. The O-line coach was as well. With that wide zone offense, Baylor's had some success with that. Um, what's what's the most important thing you have to key on? And obviously this, this quarterback we were just talking about might open up the run a little bit more for Baylor. What is, what is the most uh, important key when you're preparing for, for this Jeff Grimes offense? Well, first of all, we know they're going to bring physicality. That's uh, what he's hung his hat on for years, uh, a physical style of play. And, uh, you know, we got to be ready for that. I think last week was a good tune-up for that. You know, with Florida, they're a physical football team. And, and uh, you know, last year we opened with Florida, and they really put one on us. We played very poorly at the line of scrimmage. And so that that's really going to be the key is the line of scrimmage and being able to control the blocks and, and uh, you know, cancel the gaps and make sure we're in the right place at the right time and, and tackle well. You know, that's, that's going to be a big Key. We only missed four tackles last week against or against Florida, and that was that was probably, uh, if not the biggest key, one of the biggest keys to our success in that game. And so, um, got to be able to defend, got to be able to keep big plays to a minimum, and uh, got to get some uh, takeaways. We didn't do a good job of that last week. We only had one takeaway, and typically, uh, we're a team that uh, does a good job taking the ball away. So that'll be important to be able to do that. Do you y'all had back-to-back uh, Pac-12 titles? Do do you embrace like is there three peat talk going around? I mean, this is kind of an interesting thing that this is a last go round for the Pac twelve. And by the way, the conference off to a nice start, aren't they? Um Yeah, how about I, that? <laughs> that's a pretty uh, amazing thing. It has to be a little bit of a surreal feeling to um, watch the conference kind of in one afternoon kind of unravel. Now, you kind of probably saw some of that coming, but, I mean, it, that would be – I would think that would be a pretty amazing thing is the last uh, year of its existence to win another one and have it be your third. Is that something you all sort of openly talk about, or, or are you so process-driven it's like, hey, we got to stay in the moment kind of thing? 
Well, we have our team goals, and that's certainly one of our, our team goals is, is to be a three-peat uh, in the Pac-12. It's never been done. You know, since the Pac-12 has been around, it's, no one's ever three-peated. And so that's something that would be uh, ideal for us to, to finish up our Pac-12 uh, experience with uh, with another championship. And and uh, got a lot of good fo- football players on the team that returned, and it started with our quarterback, Cam Rising. And, and uh, that is absolutely something that uh, – you know, that is talked about and a goal of ours. Coach, really appreciate you being on with us. You've got the Holy War. I'd like to start something with the Baylor Baptist, okay? So let's put our <laughs> marketing brains on and figure that out. All right, we'll do that. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, there he goes, Kyle Whittingham, head coach of Utah. They'll be in town, of course, Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff at McLean Stadium. And we got to talk to uh, Kyle earlier today, and um, big thanks, uh, Ward and and Aaron were doing their thing, and Stephen Simcox uh, happened to be in the building, and so he was able to jump back into his his role. Uh, Stephen, Aaron has tried to move on from me several times. He's having trouble. (laughs) With that, uh, and uh, but again, I've I've been very fortunate to have uh, you and Stephen for several years to the point where I you know I I call Stephen Aaron and I call <laughs> you Stephen, and so it gets very confusing. I think I did that in a text earlier today, uh, and was was talking about how you know Aaron was going to send that or something. But anyway, we get it all figured out, and we uh, really appreciate it. And Ward. As only Ward can, uh, always has really good ideas. And when I was kind of up against it today, Ward said, well, try this. And boom, it all all worked out beautifully. And, of course, Stephen executed it, and everything went perfectly. Uh, and that was uh, really fun to visit with Kyle Whittingham. Now, Aaron, I, I'll tell you, I used to think of Utah before these back-to-back titles I kind of thought Utah was one of those teams that was always kind of hanging around the top ten, but had they really beaten anybody? Were they really that good? Utah is a reminder of a program that sometimes you can it pays off to stick with people when they go through tough times. Now, back when they were in the Mountain West, they won year one, uh, won every game. And then won one of those BCS bowl games, I think, against Alabama. Um, you know, back in oh, back in the days around Alex Smith may have been playing for them. And then they, of course, they got in the Pac-12, and there were moments, and I and I'm trying to remember if they were in the conference still or whatever. But they they had two straight. Back in the day, like I, let's say circa 2014 or 15 or whatever, they went five and seven. And I think a lot of schools would have been trying to run off the head coach. And they hung in there with Whittingham, and it paid off in a big way. And I think it's something that bears repeating as everybody's mad at, uh, you know, Aranda this week. And oh my gosh, he's too stoic and he doesn't react and he's over there with his arms crossed. I mean, when bad things happen or when negative things happen, that's what you do. You start kind of pointing at the most obvious things. Now, are there other things we're talking about that we talked about yesterday? Sure. You want to bring up NIL? You want to bring up recruiting? These are all huge things. These are all extremely important. But 
you know, some of the things that Dave did in winning uh, before this recent losing streak, not just this game against Texas State, but the previous four or five games before that. But before that, he went on a five-game, four or five-game winning streak. And then the the year before, had one of the best years in Baylor history. And I know people can shoot holes in that and go, oh, my gosh. They didn't have, uh, you know, he did it with rules players. I get all that. I mean, there are, there are arguments both ways. But, you know, I, I don't think you have much choice here. I mean, you, you, you got one game down. You got 11 to go. Now, you either turn this thing around or it could be a long slog, rough, awful season. Um, you know, I, I choose to sort of believe that they're going to come out, have an inspired performance, at least hang in there in this game, and hopefully have a chance to win it at the end. I While Utah looked good at home against Florida, let's remember that Florida comes in there, new quarterback that's Mertz, and he ends up, by the way, throwing for 333 yards. I didn't think he played that well. I thought he made some poor decisions. Florida did not run the football against Utah. Uh, I think they ended up running for like 31 yards. They ended up having to throw because they were behind, and it was a mess to watch. Like Florida, and part of it was Utah's good. They had five sacks. They only had the one takeaway. Um this guy, uh, Whittingham, long-time um, defensive coordinator, was, was coached under Urban, and then when Urban left to go to Florida, uh, Whittingham had a chance to go be the head coach at his alma mater, BYU, or take the head coaching job at Utah. He decided to take the Utah job. Then years later, circa 2010, Tennessee comes calling, and they want to hire Kyle Whittingham, and he decided to stay at Utah. Sometimes sticking with a coach for a long, long time can kind of pay off. And people have talked about him, his retirement and all that. When will he retire? I think he's about 63 years old. Um, He's had a great run there. And I think he's someone who's kind of smart in the sense that if he goes to Tennessee, he could have made a lot more money. Maybe he would have done okay. But if you go five and seven there, you get yourself fired immediately. If you go five and seven at Utah, they'll give you a year or two. Same thing at Baylor, by the way, for everybody saying, oh, my gosh, they'll fire him if they do this. They'll fire him if they do that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He's paid a, Dave's paid a lot of money, and they're going to try to see this thing through. And I promise you nobody's thinking about firing him. I mean, that's what people want. I know they see a game go like that. Oh, my gosh, fire this guy. Fire everybody in the building. It's kind of like Whittingham said. I heard him talk about yesterday. Aaron, he said, he like, Baylor ends up with, like, 40 or 50 more total yards than Texas State. You go, well, they were having to play comeback. Yeah, but they were not out of that game. They were not out of that game the other night. I mean, it was horrible to watch the whole thing, the way they played on defense. But the Bears moved the ball on offense. It was certainly not a – uh, Texas State did win the trenches on both sides, but in terms of Baylor being able to move the ball, they moved the ball. They just couldn't. They had no answers against T.J. Finley in Texas State, and I'm going to do exactly what I did to Liberty. When Liberty beat the Bears back in whatever that was, 2017, I'm going to watch I watched the rest of Liberty that year to see how they did. I'm going to watch Texas State 
if Texas State plays like they did the other night, they're going to win a lot of ball games. Um, and we'll see if Baylor can respond. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside Drake Toll uh, on assignment today. Uh, we're thinking he'll be back with us tomorrow from 3 to 5. And uh, we've got a big, big one planned for you. We've got Rangers baseball at 420 at Matt Hicks. Uh, we got the Campus Confidential. We got JJ Joe coming up today at five o'clock. Always fun to have the legendary Baylor quarterback on. He'll have a lot of good things to. Uh, he's just a lot of wisdom, a lot of good takes on what's going on with the Bears, and he's just a great guy to get to visit with, especially after a tough loss like that. So you'll want to stay tuned for the rest of the day. Next, though, let's see what Aaron has in store for us. Lot of NFL headlines. We are now two days away from the first game of the NFL season, and we got some really bad news for fantasy football players and Chiefs fans around the NFL. All of that coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At the Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, 
dental, vision, short and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. I'm Joe Kaleo. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. It's no exaggeration to say QC Kinetics can change your life. Hey, it's Matt Mosley from ESPN Central Texas. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right into your joint to restore and repair that damaged tissue that's causing all of that horrible pain. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a real alternative to the old ways of dealing with with pain. If you have constant pain in your knees, hip, shoulder, or back, uh, or neck for me, you need to call and get a free consultation for the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now is the best time to get started. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics 254-415-4100. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The fact that today it was going to be so hot the next few days, I'm just wondering because I did notice this before the pre-match. Did you get a haircut to, to help you with this? Yeah, haircut helped a lot, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll have to uh, share with you some things we have on uh, on uh, Novak Djokovic well, today. <laughs> Very funny, uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll work that in at some point. He sounded uh, he sounded very funny. By the way, Aaron, I'm going to resist the urge. The my Rangers lineup for tonight just came across my desk. Uh-oh. You know how hard it is <laughs> for me not to discuss it. But this is time for the NFL Blitz. Rangers can wait. We've got Matt Hicks, Rangers broadcaster, at 4:20 today. We got JJ Joe at 5 o'clock. We got Campus at 4:40. We got Kyle Whittingham at 5:20. The uh, Utah Utes coach. I mean, what a day we have planned for you, uh, Aaron. Uh, lots of interesting stuff as we get ready for Kansas City as they uh, as they get rolling uh, against the Lions. It keeps. For some reason, that's a weird matchup for the very first game to <laughs> me. Is. I can't, 
I can't quite get my arms around it, but that's what's going to happen on Thursday night. And in fact, uh, I've already got buddies getting together. We're all supposed to get together and watch that, but uh, on a patio, uh, if it's if it's cool enough to do that. Aaron, what do you have for us? Because I know there's a lot of different NFL headlines. Yeah, the biggest one today, all-pro tight end Travis Kelsey sustained a hyperextended knee at Chiefs practice today, making his availability for that Thursday night game you mentioned against the Lions uncertain, Coach Andy Reid said. Reid said, quote, the next guy steps in and we roll. That's what you do if he doesn't play. A lot easier said than done, considering he may be the best pass-catching tight end in the history of the NFL. Yeah, um, man, that is a setback for everybody, for entertainment purposes, for fantasy. Aaron, I, I, my, uh, the partner I have for many years on my fantasy team, I told him, I said, I just can't believe we didn't pick him because it just seems like something that would happen, you know, <laughs> if, <laughs> right. if, if we had taken Travis Kelsey. And, of course, I, it sounds kind of crazy for me to say that about an injury. Oh, Mosley's talking about fantasy, but I mean, that's what half of America's thinking because a lot of everybody wants Travis Kelsey. He puts up huge numbers, but uh, hopefully he'll be okay, be able to bounce back. But it bears watching, and uh, Aaron, it, it, it that now creates a situation where we could have a game Thursday night and the Chiefs are missing two of their three – three best players on the team. Obviously, Mahomes will be out there, but their big defensive tackle continues his holdout, and then Travis Kelsey. Aaron, that would be tough sledding for those old Chiefs. It would, and and look, I think Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. Generational quarterback, already one of the best to ever do it. But one of the reasons he is so good is because of how great Travis Kelsey is at getting open, because they don't have a lot of talented receivers, and they rely on Kelsey a lot for that offense. So it could make a huge difference. But then again, it's still Patrick Mahomes. It may not make any difference. Yeah, you got – hey, and remember, Travis Kelsey now making far less money than TJ yeah. Hawkinson who will be on the field. Isn't he with them? Doesn't he play for the – Lions? Where's Hawkinson? Oh, no, he got traded. No, he got traded. At the deadline last year from the Lions to uh, Minnesota. Yeah, the Vikings. T.J. Hawkinson. Wow. I remember remember him being with the Lions, and I remember him being with Iowa? Correct. Is he an Iowa guy? Okay. Either Iowa or Iowa State all have the greatest tight ends. They have horrible offenses, good tight ends. A lot of gamblers on those two rosters. Oh, by the way, Aaron, speaking of uh, Iowa and Iowa State, um, former President Trump, it's been announced, will attend the uh, Cyhawk uh, rivalry game Saturday. All right? So I thought you'd want to know that. And I, To which I tweeted, did he lose a bet? Oh, I was about to say that. Probably going to be heavy action on that game. Yeah. See, I, th- <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought that joke worked on a couple of levels. You got the gambling <laughs> level. And then kind of like, I mean, why is he having to go to that horrible game? All right, um, Aaron, continue. The NFL blitz. The Cowboys continue to lock up key pieces. They signed right tackle Terrence Steele to a five-year extension worth $86.8 million, including $50 million guaranteed. The contract could max out at $91.8 million over those 
five years. Steele joined the Cowboys as an undrafted free agent out of Texas Tech in 2020. Started 14 games. He started 13 games in both 21 and 22, and then suffered a torn ACL last year. Okay, I mean, I'm glad you brought this up because we had so much Baylor stuff. We didn't really get to get into it yesterday. Um, for a guy that was undrafted and and kind of fought his way onto the roster and then had this really bad injury and was able to come back from it, what an amazing deal this is. I mean, Aaron, what would you say guaranteed? Isn't it like $50 million 50 of this? $50 million, is, yeah. Yeah. For an undrafted free agent. Yeah, from Texas Tech. But he's kind of become the warrior. Um, he's kind of the, the quiet, menacing leader of that O-line. Now, Zach is the more of the vocal. He's obviously the leader of the O-line. But as Tyron Smith misses time and is out a lot over at left tackle, he's been a quiet leader himself, still has emerged is kind of one of the more reliable guys you could ever have. So, tremendous deal for him, and he uh, becomes a solid part of the Cowboys' future. And, of course, now, you know, it's like who's next in line. you got Mike awaiting. you got Dak, got to get his next deal done. His cap figure next year, Aaron, have you seen it? 60 have you seen million, Dak? isn't it? Well, it's rough. Yeah, about 59 mil, 60 mil. So you got to restructure or you got to do a whole new extension for one Dak Prescott. No quarterback who's done less has ever had as much leverage as one Dak Prescott. And Aaron, that sounds kind of negative, and it, it is. It is. Because... Based on where he was taken, he's had a remarkable career. But because of the way the Cowboys have handled him and his position, he constantly has the hammer. Like, he was hurt. <laughs> he was hurt. He His ankle was barely kind of like attached. You remember how bad that thing was? Oh, it was terrible. A dislocated ankle. And he still had huge leverage over the team. And they had to do... A monster deal with him. What couldn't even play? Guy couldn't even play. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? Load up and go with Cooper Rush? I mean, what, what are our options here? We're going to try to draft somebody? They, they, just traded for, they just traded for Trey Lance. I mean, what else? Do you the bonus, baby. That's right. Trey Lance. You know, can you imagine back in the day, Aaron, do you know, like, what kind of money you would have to assume – trading for a Trey Lance like oh, if you yeah, picked up his contract before the the wage scale changed mm-hmm. I mean I, I think Stafford was one of the last ones you know what Stafford I mean I, I want to say they those guys were getting 60 or 70 million and he 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 arrived with at least 50 to 60 million guaranteed like a, immediately like a check he got a flat-out check uh, when he when he when he signed with the Lions. He immediately was written a check for about sixty million dollars. That's the old days. Now you can whiff on a deal. Now what kills you, of course, is they gave up three three number ones for him. 
They gave up three first-rounders for Trey Lance, and Trey Lance now plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Aaron, are you looking forward to meeting Trey Lance? I'm kind of I'm ready to get out there and just say hi to Trey, and yeah. I need to get get right out there after a game. I want to go down there to the locker room. Hey, Trey, what's up, buddy? Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Good to meet you. Uh, I'm anxious to kind of get to know Trey a little bit and see what his future holds. Aaron, what do you think he'll say? Uh, but okay, what else do we have? We got a little more time here. Will we have another headline. Yeah, Ram star wide receiver. Cooper Cup was in Minnesota this week to see a specialist in hopes of mm. getting to the root of his hamstring issues, mm. head coach Sean McVay said. The visit comes after Cup had a setback in his recovery from a hamstring injury last week. McVay said Cup remains day-to-day, adding that he should have more clarity on Cup's availability for week one tomorrow. The Rams open their season Sunday at the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. This this has been an Aaron doesn't it aren't there certain blitz stories that you feel like we've done a lot? One was the Jonathan Taylor, the uh, yes. the running back that we've done a lot. Another one is this guy is Cup, and I I just feel like that's uh, I, I just feel like that's one that we're going to have to keep uh, you know coming back to, and it's going to be a continued issue for the Rams. Aaron, Jerry, do you have a Jerry Jones one, Aaron, or do you want me to do one real quick? Go ahead. Okay. Um, And I'm going to send you this, Aaron, because this might be one we want to hear from Jerry on. Uh, You know how much I love Jerry audio. Um, One of the things they ask is, oh, boy, this was a total setup, too. They asked Jerry about if he sees his status as owner and general manager is an asset because it helps him move quicker when he wants to make trades. Oh, this is the biggest kiss up when you have Jerry question on, and it's a good way to ingratiate yourself with Jerry. Here is the, here is the Jones answer. He said, the way we're structured gets a lot of criticism. Unquestionably, it does. But it lets us do a trade like we did the other day on Lance because I didn't have to fool around. I can make that trade in five minutes. And the reason I can is I have all the information and had it from when we drafted him. I had information right at my fingertips of what we thought of his play the last couple of years. I knew what we thought of him. I didn't have to visit with anybody about what type of player he is. So I was able to make the call. I don't have to talk to anybody about that. <laughs> I mean, Aaron, there are GMs all across the league <laughs> who have been given the ability to jump in and make deals. He, he goes on to say, you are continually prepared to catch an opportunity. If you had to think long or hard or have a committee meeting or something like that, that thing's gone. You missed it. So many things are like that. So we don't have that internal three-man, four-man checkoff through the organization. We don't have to have that if it's not called for. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness, Cowboy fans, that Jerry didn't have to go and have a committee meeting. Aaron, when you and I need to make a decision, first of all, most times we just do it ourselves, right? But, like, if there's something we need ownership or management to, I mean, you know, 
What other day we needed something. And we got a hold of Ward within 30 seconds. So for Jerry to act like, uh, oh, my gosh, we don't have to have committee meetings. Every one of these GMs, if they had wanted Trey Lance, they could have gotten on the phone and had to sign off on that in 30 seconds. So to suggest that Jerry being the GM and owner gives them some sort of huge advantage is false. To me, is absolutely false. But it's one thing, it's one of Jerry's favorite subjects, and 105.3 ended up walking right into the old Jerry trap. Oh, man. Aaron, this, is, this sounds like some stuff from Jerry we need to listen to at some point. This is just classic uh, Jerry Jones on the Cowboys. All right, Aaron, do you have one more? Are we good? We're good. All right, that is our NFL Blitz for today. We do have Rangers coming up, uh, 420. We got a major Rangers guest, Rangers broadcaster Matt Hicks will join us. Next, we'll return, and um, I've had a day. A lot of you are just rejoining us after taking some time off over the holiday. Uh, Aaron and I will kind of go over some Baylor Nuggets uh, we've already t- heard today from Kyle Whittingham, the head football coach at Utah. Love getting to talk to these head coaches. I mean, I and I like hearing from Dave Aranda, too. But, man, to get G.J. Kenny, to get Kyle Whittingham. Who do we get next week, Aaron? The Shark. We get the Sharks. And then, of course, it'll be time for the Sark. Sarkeesian. Well, I'm, I'm excited about all these things. As we continue on on the Matt Mosley Show, uh, we'll talk Baylor. We'll do it next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grill steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar where you can enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace, Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield savings account with EECU. It has a rate of 4.5% APY with no minimum balance and no monthly fees. 4.5%? That is big. Yep. We've done our banking with EECU for years, and we added a high-yield savings account just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash 450 save and open your account in under five minutes. Wow. Uh, what'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 4.5% APY. Plus, you can take your money out anytime you need it. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. Uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY's annual percentage yield. Membership requirements and terms and conditions apply. Visit eecu.org slash 450 save or call 800-333-9934 for details. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Attention coaches and parents. Just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook. Biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's more. Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online and remember, for the best skills in the biz, with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley. Welcome to the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, we've, uh, we've still got a lot to cover. Man, it's... Uh, we used to be four to six. Now we're three to six. I feel like we've already accomplished so much, and we're just getting started here. And I have to kind of remind myself of that. Um, and we've got a lot to go. In fact, Matt Hicks coming up at four twenty, five o'clock. Big, big get. JJ Joe, former Baylor quarterback, will be joining us to try to break things down on the Bears. Um, I, I. Uh, I, I, you know, I've been thinking about everything, and Aaron, I want to give you a chance to weigh in. Um, there were just some, you know, as you get removed from the game a little bit, you start to get a little bit better perspective. Uh, as Coach Whittingham said earlier today, he didn't think when watching the tape, Baylor looked all that bad. Now, he was trying to be kind of nice and being diplomatic, 
Uh, what he meant is they didn't really look all that bad on offense. Yeah, the, 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 the offensive line got blown off the ball. Run game wasn't real good. Dominic ran hard. I really enjoyed watching Dominic. It's going to be hard this year. Everybody thought, well, there won't be starters. Well, yeah, they are. there's going to be starters, whoever's the hot hand. And they just thought Dominic was finding holes, running a little bit better. And so he got to uh, – Dominic Richardson ran the ball more than Richard Reese. The truth of the matter is they had to really turn to throw in the ball a lot more than they wanted to because there was nothing there. And, of course, the problem was <clears throat> the pass rush – was coming in from Texas State. I mean, Aaron, I can, I, I'm trying to think right now who was there, and he kept getting cramps, and then he'd get up and keep disrupting everything. It was number 91 for Texas State. There are certain players, Aaron, that I'm going to always have nightmares about from Texas State. One of them was number seven, the quarterback, T.J. Finley. Joe Dirt, number 10. There's a receiver. I think it's number three. I think his name was Ashton Hawkins. Um, there's a big offensive lineman named number, he was, I don't remember his name, number 73. I mean, they, they had so many players that worked, that worked the bears over. There are some players I can't get out of my mind. Now I, I'll give you a couple of positives, Aaron, and, and, and maybe you have a couple you want to share. How about old Jonah Burton? How about that guy? Just, I mean, out of the slot, making tough catches. Looking good after the catch. Um, liked what he did. Um, I, I, I I liked, I thought Sawyer moved the team. He made a mistake. He fumbled. It's going to happen. It happened to Kyron Drones a couple of years ago before he transferred. Uh, it's These things are going to happen. But I, I liked what, I, I liked what Jonah Burton did. I was kind of waiting to see who was going to step up in that room. Uh, I liked, um. I really like Hal Presley. I like the body control. I like the physicality. I like how he's kind of going up and making, I mean, you know, where your quarterback doesn't have to throw a perfect ball, put the ball up there, let your receiver go up and make a play. They did that. It was a nice back shoulder throw on one of those. Hal Presley looks good. Um, I thought that I thought that was fine. It's just hard to judge, Aaron. The offensive and defensive lines, because they just kind of got kicked around. Uh, I, I I can't tell you anybody who really seemed to have a great. I, I think they need help. They re- need reinforcements. Whether that's moving one of these ends inside more, whether that's getting my uh, Maya or my the um, the big man that didn't play the other night, who's about three hundred pounds. Six one or six two, three hundred pounds. They didn't have enough meat in the middle. That third and three play haunts me. The third and three, and there was nobody there. It was like a fourth and one at the end of a football game, and everybody's crowded up there, and somebody is a jailbreak. This is third and three. The game scores fourteen six. You're still early in the ball game, and there was nobody. There was no last line of defense. I think Devin Bobby. I don't know if it's Lemire or Bobby. Somebody comes. Racing across there, they're late. They're late. There was nobody back there to make a play on just a flat out. Aaron, think about that. You're third and three, and Baylor's got everybody up there loaded up in the box, trying to stop the run. And and you not only run the ball for a first down, you run it fifty yards into the end zone. 
very, very demoralizing. Now, the Bears, in my mind, kind of have the right coach to handle this. Um, he's, he, he, he may be the coach who got him into it. I think he's kind of the right coach to handle it because he's not wired. He, he doesn't care as much as most coaches about the media. Like the first coach I ever covered from a you know above high school level was Bill Parcells, and he he loved trying to control the media, control the narrative. He had certain people he'd go to. He had certain friends in the media. Most of them were still back in New Jersey. We I was covering him in Dallas. These coaches love it. You think Art Bryles didn't have friends in the media? My goodness. Um, now again, that didn't mean that when something went haywire or something happened like a scandal, that that those of us who knew Art weren't going to have to be tough on him and weren't going to have to do things and weren't going to have to be critical when they played poorly. But, boy, uh, Randa has no – I mean, now again, I can't speak for whatever he has from LSU or before, <clears throat> but unlike Matt Rule and every other Baylor coach I've seen, Scott Drew, everybody – Dave Aranda has insulated himself to the point where he just doesn't really have relationships like that. Now, he may have people that come in nationally that he respects or likes, who like, like Bruce Feldman or somebody like that. But, like, a lot of these coaches, when they go through a storm, they got somebody that can kind of talk, they can talk to, maybe get a message out or something like that. This guy's not wired like that. The only message he's getting out is what's happening inside the building. There are other Baylor coaches that have great, like assistant coaches, who have tremendous relationships in the media. Dave's just kind of like, well, he doesn't do that. And he's not fake. He's, he's extremely genuine uh, about it. He just doesn't want to play that game. And he's not going to. Uh, and so he's so insulated that when he was asked yesterday um, by the Sikkim folks to, about, like, what do you feel the pressure? He almost kind of chuckled like he doesn't he's not he he is one of the few people who truly like Parcells heard everything. Bryles rule. Nothing ever happened without them knowing if somebody said something negative or said something they thought was wrong. It was conveyed back to them. Joy McGuire couldn't be in Lubbock today, and I could say something, one little thing about tech, and it would get back to him, and he would hear about it, and he would reach out to me. This guy does not. They, Dave Aranda doesn't hear any of it. So part of that's good. And he's he is um, he is so remote, and and he's just different. He's just wired differently. So in terms of if you think – Oh, my gosh, I wonder how Aranda's doing. Well, he is mad that they lost. But I assure you, he's heard nothing of the talk radio, the Internet forums, the uh, the chat rooms, the callers, the text. He's heard none of it. And I even think he insulates his family from it pretty well. Like, I don't – most fam- – if a guy's like Dave, most people aren't like Dave – like the family hears everything, or they hear it at school, or the wife hears stuff. Uh-uh, uh-uh. They just aren't. The Arandas are not like that. So part of that is is a really healthy thing, and I think they're going to be able to circle the wagons and come out and have a lot better performance 
against uh, the Utes. Now, Aaron, I don't know. You're a man like me. You like to look at the lines. You're not necessarily betting these lines, but you do like to look at them. This thing opened at four. It went quickly to six. Utes by six. I kind of have thought this thing would go to six and a half or seven. I think there are a lot of people out there who think the Utes, based on what Baylor did against Texas State and how good Utah looked against uh, Florida, but the Vegas, they don't make a habit of just giving things away. They don't usually just give you a line. There is a thought that Baylor's going to have a bounce back. Utah has to play in this immense heat. And Aaron, we'll hear from Whittingham again a little bit later, but this heat is way different than the Utah heat. There, there's no there's no true way to compare for it. I did think that was interesting what he said, though. They tr- they changed their entire fall camp, and they started practicing the afternoons to try to be in the heat, to be in 95-degree weather, to be ready for Waco, to be ready for Baylor. Did that get them ready? Probably not. There's no way you get ready for the humidity you're going to face in Texas as opposed to what you have in Utah. All right, it is time to uh, talk some Rangers, and we'll do that with noted Rangers broadcaster Matt Hicks. We'll do it next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at DooleyNoted.com, a human side of the law. Need help with investments or insurance? How about retirement? Let Colby Witt at Witt Financial Group help secure your today and your tomorrow. Making financial decisions isn't easy. That's why Witt Financial Group can help understand what's right for you. Specializing in 401k rollovers, insurance planning, and saving tax dollars through strategic planning. Call Witt Financial Group today at 254-723-5471. That's 254-723-5471. Witt Financial Group, located in Waco. Don't wait. Call today. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Matt Hicks, Rangers Radio Network, joining us now. Matt, welcome back to the show. And, um, I mean, this should be a really fun time of the year. Rangers in the race. Uh, But to watch them, Matt, fall to third place... Only one game back, but behind the Mariners and Astros, I, it, it, it's just, I mean, it's great that they're in the race because it makes us all excited and watch, but this has been demoralizing in a lot of ways to watch over the last two weeks as the bullpen uh, just continues to crater. Uh, Matt, uh, welcome, and by the way, have you ever <laughs> seen anything like this? <laughs> Well, first, thanks for having me on. I do appreciate it. And, yes, I would agree with everything that you said, um, because when when you think about the course of this season, where at the beginning of the year expectations were certainly high, people thinking that this ball club was going to be a club that could compete and possibly be good enough to be a postseason team. And then when the club started to take off and the hitting was phenomenal and you've got great starting pitching, Uh, And Jacob deGrom was in the rotation, winning all six of his starts. And all of a sudden, people are thinking, wait a minute, compete? Be in the postseason? How about setting your sights on winning the World Series? And so I think that that bar just kept going up and up. And people just felt, well, it was a fait accompli. Um, This team is going to be going places. And isn't this going to be a blast? Then to have, you know, what's happened here over the last three weeks, um, yeah, well, so we find ourselves embroiled in a situation where if the lead-up to this had been completely different and if the mm-hmm. ball club had been playing great over the last three weeks and, say, had gone, let, let's just say, 14-5 and five over the last 19 games, everybody would be pumped up. But this is where we are now. So everything from what happened to the beginning of the season until now – um, obviously, you can't forget, but you mm-hmm. you can't think about that because you've got to go from this point 
seeing the club right now in third place in the division, but still sitting in the final wild card spot uh, by a half game over Toronto and, and what's ahead of the team. So you've still got two games here with Houston, which you can win and pull yourself up. You've still got seven games left with Seattle at the end of the season. Those games are going to be huge, obviously, if, if both clubs are still highly involved, which, which you would think that that's going to be the case. And you still have four games coming up with Toronto on the road here on this next road trip. So, you know, let's add that up. Two, Houston, seven, Seattle, mm-hmm. nine, four, Toronto. That Over half of your games remaining are against teams uh, which you can do something about where you are in the standings, not just watching the scoreboard, hoping that somebody beats somebody else. So it's in front of this club right now. And so there's something that they can do about it. The question is, are they going to do something about it? Is it a drain on the rest of the players? You're in the clubhouse. I mean, that's got to be a crazy feeling when no lead is safe, certainly not a three-run lead, and and it just happens over and over and over again uh, at some point that has to feel kind of demoralizing. How how are the players that you are around and interview on a daily basis? How are some of the how are the position players, the hitters? You know how how are they um, processing all of this? Because this is a uh, we're watching history and it's not good history, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it certainly isn't, but. Uh, in my interaction with, with guys on the team, uh, and I don't try to interact a whole lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. Um, but when, like today, like going through the clubhouse and seeing the few guys that I saw, and on a daily basis when I do this, they're pretty much the same now as they were at the beginning of the season. They're going about doing what they need to do. If they are being drained by what's happened they're not letting it show, and they're certainly not talking about it. Um, I think that from a mental standpoint, obviously, there's a ton of pressure on anybody coming in out of the bullpen uh, to perform. And when you're playing in front of 35,000, 38,000, I think that pressure ramps up. Um, but from the standpoint of especially position players and seeing them going about their everyday business, I, I know they they really are truly professionals who are doing what they do on a daily basis, and I don't see them being impacted in a negative way because of the results of the game. I think that a lot of these guys, we've got a lot of veterans on this club, have been mm-hmm. through the ups and downs of a pennant race, and they know not to get too super excited because of a win like we had over Minnesota the other day or not to be too down over the disappointment of a tight game yesterday that turned into a blowout late in the ballgame. But Bochi is, is regarded as so great with the bullpen, that's got to be a rough thing when you just really don't have the arms. You don't really have, I guess, did I see Kennedy? They're adding somebody today. But there's really, and they almost had to sacrifice a game yesterday to try to get the bullpen ready to go again. And, oh, by the way, they're getting it ready to go again with guys that have struggled mightily. It's like Bochi is such a great guy to have around because he's got such a great attitude. But I think even Bruce, watching his comments last night, you know, at some point it's kind of like, I don't really know what to do here. I mean, even even a guy like that who's kind of seen it all. Right. Well, you know, you're only as good as your players, right? And if you've got really good players, 
if you've got really good relievers, then you know, magically you're you're a great uh, magician with the bullpen. You know, and, and 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 he's had some very good relievers in his day. Um, but the other thing too is the game has changed um, uh, in the three years that he was away, and we now have the rule, obviously, where when you bring a, a reliever in, he has to face at least three batters or finish the inning. So there are a few occasions where a guy will come in and face less than three and finish an inning, and then mm-hmm. he can be replaced. But that twist, and, and Boach has admitted this, has been a challenge for him uh, this season because if you, for example, if a guy starts an inning and he faces three guys and he doesn't get anybody out, well, now who do you bring in knowing that that guy has to face at least two, unless the first guy hits him to a triple play, which probably isn't going to happen, but more likely he's going to face three in that inning. And you get to a spot uh, in the ball game, and we just recently played Minnesota, where uh, Rocco Baldelli would set his lineup so that he might have five right-handed hitters on the bench in one game, and the next game have five left-handed hitters on the bench. And so you're bringing in a guy ostensibly maybe to face two righties and one lefty, so you're thinking about bringing in a righty, but then that righty ends up facing three lefties because two guys pinch hit. Mm. So in other words, just managing the bullpen now is so much different than before based upon the rules. And so, you know, I don't know as though you can uh, give a grade to Bruce Bochy based on how he manages the bullpen where, you know, you're, you're managing under new rules and he probably doesn't have as good a bullpen as he had during his time with San Francisco and San Diego previously. All right. Uh, Matt Hicks joining us from Rangers radio network. Uh, Nathan Evaldi returns to the mound tonight. Um, again, they need somebody in the bullpen, right? But still, it's great to get him back in there and hopefully he gives them a shot of something. What do you, what's the ramp up here? They've been ramping him up for a pretty good while. Everybody's excited to see him back. What's the what's the thought on what they how far they think they he could go? Because I would have to think they'll keep an eye on him, and this is not a situation where he would throw a hundred pitches or anything like that. Well, you're correct, and Bruce Bochy just had his media session a little while ago, and in, in addressing that, he said yes, he would be monitored closely, but he would not commit to an innings number or a pitch count number. So we're all left to be guessing. And if I had to take my best guess, you know, I would say that it might top out at about 60 pitches or three innings. But that's a complete guess. I mean, he may go deeper than that. Uh, And, of course, depending upon the situation, uh, we'll see how far he goes. But, you know, getting a guy like Ivaldi back, who essentially became the de facto ace uh, with not only uh, his performance, but when, you know, Jacob deGrom uh, went down with his injury, you know, Evaldi, was a, a, he's a huge force on this team. He's a leader on this team. And so to get not only a leader back, but a guy who has performed exceedingly well this year, you hope provides a, mm-hmm. a, an emotional lift, a mental lift for the club. And what about uh, Josh Young? Seems like he's getting ready to start doing more, not swinging at a ball, but actually soon being able to swing and, and um, where do you think he is in the process? Is it still 
maybe it seemed like I always heard he was going to maybe try to come back with like 10 games left would be the scenario. Is that still kind of uh, in everybody's mind? Where How is his uh, return coming? Yeah, well, there's no official timetable, but I mean, we can tell you that again for uh, a second consecutive day here today, he took ground balls at third. Um, mm-hmm. I watched him just uh, for a little bit, and I mean, he's really good <laughs> at ground balls at third, which we've seen all season. So, I, you know, I think he's a step closer, but there's no official timetable on when he's going to get back, um, you know, and uh, he'll tell you that he's feeling pretty good. But, uh, you know, the Rangers medical staff will make sure that he's 100% good to go before they clear him to play. All right. Well, it's um, it, and by the way, it's got to be fun to have Eric back in the mix. Uh, you'll make a great duo. You and Jared have done such a tremendous job. But, um, you know, it was just really neat to hear that home run call uh, the other night. Uh, Adolis had the, the big one in that game, especially after so many tough ones here recently. What was that like? Uh, uh, Eric's first game back. We haven't talked to you since then. It was it almost uh, feel a little emotional to you? Well, I think certainly it was. And, of course, he was back for the first time in our previous uh, homestand. Uh, mm-hmm. And he also, um, you know, has been with us uh, on the road as well. So, you know, he missed this last road trip. He had uh, just some uh, a very minor surgery, and he's fine with that. Uh, so, it's you know, we're going to have him for the rest of the season. And so, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's great having him back in the booth. And the other day, when Adolis hit the walk-off, not only did Eric uh, nail the call, but I think maybe uh, one of the uh, neat things coming out of that is is that in the commercial break prior to that, Jared uh, in the booth says, you know, and, and remember, Adolis had struck out his first four times up in that ball game, and, and Jared said during the commercial break, and he actually tweeted out the same thing during the break, mm. he goes, wouldn't it be the most Adolis thing ever for him to hit a walk-off here to start the bottom of this inning. <laughs> and then, boom, that's exactly what he did. And, you know, and he and he did it on a pitch that wasn't even in the strike zone. You know, the pitch was high. The pitch was inside. Somehow he got to it and hit it up into the second deck, which gives you a, a little insight into his strength and his power because not a lot of guys can even hit a pitch there, and he hits it into the second deck in fair territory. Um, so he's capable of some great things, and certainly – down the stretch here if the Rangers are going to go anywhere uh, his bat is going to have to uh, not necessarily catch fire but he's going to be need to be a consistent producer uh, Mm -hmm. at the plate but uh, yeah no it was it was really good to uh, not only have that kind of result but to have Eric on the call Mm -hmm. making that call it it felt like Rangers baseball yeah well and it by the way it has the whole time even when he wasn't out there, y'all done a great job. And, and isn't it neat well, to uh, have some meaningful baseball in September? That's what I keep trying to tell myself. Uh, every uh, and By the way, you know, used to people could either tape games or <clears throat> listen to you guys later in the game, Matt. And these, these quicker games, I, I, think, I think baseball fans have had to adjust to this. Like what time they even, if they want to get some stuff done and maybe tune in late later to a game, they've got to come in at a different juncture, don't they? It's kind of funny yeah. how it, it's really impacted yep. how we consume these games. I think you're you're right with that. And, even, you know, despite the fact that here recently our last few games have been either in excess of three hours or close to three hours, you know, it's because they've been packed uh, with quite a bit of action. But even the games that are going 220 or 230 are packed 
with action. And I think that's what baseball was striving to do with these changes where you're just, there's not a lot of that dead time where nothing's going on. The people are more engaged. The players are more engaged. You know, for the position players, it's a lot more fun because they're not Mm -hmm. standing around doing nothing for long periods of time. So I think, you know, for everyone involved, it's it's a good thing. You know, yesterday was just the second time, and I thought it was the first time. It was the first time I saw it. But it was just the second time all season that we had a player uh, called out on strikes because of a pitch clock violation. Robbie Grossman was in the box with a count at one and two, and he just kind of lost track of the clock, and the umpire rung him up. The pitcher didn't have to throw a pitch. He was out on strikes. Uh, and that's happened so few times all across the league. For the most part, everybody has adjusted. Um, you know, the players are very much aware. Of the, the hitters are very much aware. Of they've got to be in the box. They've got to be ready before that clock hits eight. Mm-hmm. You know, the pitchers are aware. Um, so there's there's just an awareness. And, you know, this is what baseball thought. These are professionals. They will make adjustments, and they yeah. have made adjustments. And I think, it's, I think it's been a good change for the game. That's what the Rangers' bullpen needs is for the hitters to get <laughs> rung up on the – those kinds of things i've we found it we've discovered what needs to happen matt uh, always a pleasure everybody out in central texas loves listening to you and eric jared the whole gang and pease has done a nice job this year chris everybody uh everybody's done a really nice job so appreciate it matt have a great call this evening thank you matt appreciate it as well you bet there he goes matt hicks rangers uh Radio Network. Of course, you hear those games right here on ESPN Central Texas, one of the biggest affiliates for the Rangers. And it goes right out here. Sometimes we put them on Fox, but a lot of times right here, Temple, Belton, on into North Austin, and everybody loves listening to the Rangers. Okay, um, Aaron, I did, did on, the, on the back end of that, I did see – that Evaldi, obviously, we knew he was going to start tonight. Um, they've selected Ian Kennedy. Boers, who went out there last night and got annihilated and gave up five or six runs, who's just been getting killed lately, he is now on the I.L. with a hamstring. I would imagine we will not see Boers on the mound the rest of this season or postseason, all right? Glenn Otto who'd been brought up to try to help the situation, DFA'd. When you get designated for assignment, you're pretty much gone, right? You you uh, you head out, and then somebody kind of either claims you, but generally that's kind of the end of the line for most baseball players. So not, no help on the way, really, but a couple of guys uh, thrown overboard there. And, Aaron, I'm not – uh, I think sometimes you got to put people on the IL and you got to just come up with an injury, right? So Boers has just been getting annihilated for a while now. And so let's just call it a hamstring strain. All right. And that's uh, although Aaron, a strain, sometimes that's almost even uh, uh, identified as a tear. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he does have a little something, but a lot of times they just have to kind of come up with an injury. Rangers and Astros will get it on later this evening. I believe that's a 7.05 first pitch. And a, a reminder of Valdi back on the mound for the Rangers. Nate Valdi, and, boy, that's a huge, 
huge thing for the Rangers. Okay, reminder, J.J. Joe will have a really nice discussion with J.J. at 5 o'clock regarding, you know, Baylor and uh, Texas State, what happened and what what needs to happen moving forward. Uh, Kyle Whittingham, you'll hear from him, the Utah coach. We had a, a, a visit with him. Uh, you'll hear from him at 520. Uh, but next, it is something we call Campus Confidential. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears welcome future Big 12 rival Utah to McLean Stadium this Saturday, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Live from Touchdown Alley, 11 a.m. kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the defending back-to-back Pac-12 champion Utes this Saturday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. This is Rob Fortson of Fortson's Meat Market, a full-service local market specializing in high-quality meat at a fair and honest price. That's Texas raised beef, no fillers or hormones. Fortune's Meat Market can improve your game day grill skills with tender steaks cut just the way you want. Moist brisket, fall off the bone ribs, juicy pork and chicken. And who could forget about our famous homemade sausage and jerky prepared right here in our Fortune's Meat Market. Make sure you follow us on Facebook for great deals and weekly specials. Fortune's Meat Market located just south of the circle in Robinson. Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Dooley Noted Law is a firm without the sledgehammer. I'm Michael Dooley, and you don't have to press one to talk. I'm not a fast food restaurant, and I don't wear a suit and tie, unless you want me to. I've met so many Central Texans who want to start a business with an online service. Cheap on the front end, but it creates a poor foundation. Dooley Noted Law creates an affordable, strong base to keep the money that you've earned in your pocket. Let's meet at dulynoted.com, a human side of the law. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Boy, is it hot outside. Did you know that you can tell the temperature by counting a cricket's chirps? Did you know that heat waves can actually make train tracks bend? Or that a 2003 heat wave turned grapes to raisins while still on the vine? Hi there, it's the Foundation Doctor again. 
During this season of extreme heat, the soil is shrinking, the ground is moving, and we're seeing a lot of foundations starting to move around. Are you seeing new cracks in your walls? Is your shoulder sore from prying that pesky door open? Don't let your home suffer from heat exhaustion. At The Foundation Doctor, we've been curing these elements for many years, and we have the right prescription for you and your home. We have more experience and repair options than anyone in town. So when it comes to your greatest asset, trust the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. I want to remind you at 5 o'clock, we are scheduled to visit with none other than John C. Joe, known as J.J. Joe to Baylor fans and uh, my old classmate at Baylor. He was a year or two ahead of me, but boy, what a great quarterback he was. And uh, it'll be fun to talk to J.J. That's at uh, 5 o'clock. We'll visit with him. And and um, we'll have to also, uh, it was his uh, uh, wife's birthday yesterday. We'll have to wish her a happy uh uh, birthday. But Aaron, it is time for Campus Confidential. Yesterday <clears throat> and today, we'll, we're always heavy Baylor. <clears throat> Sorry, Aaron, I'm still struggling a bit, but I've really turned a corner today. Um, I just The voice is not quite where it needs to be. But I'll just continue just to <laughs> clear my throat into the air because it sounds so great. Um <laughs> Aaron, what do we have today as we start our Campus Confidential? The new AP Top 25 out is today. Duke and Colorado both jump into the poll with their upset wins, and Florida State moves way up. Georgia's still number one with 58 first-place votes, followed by Michigan at number two with two first-place votes. Alabama moves up to number three. Florida State jumps all the way up to number four, and gets three, the other three first-place votes, Ohio State rounds out the top five. Other top 25 teams of note, Texas is number 11. LSU drops all the way to 14 after their loss. Kansas State is 15. Oklahoma, 18. Colorado into the poll at 22. Duke into the mm-hmm. poll at 21. Texas A&M, 23 and Clemson barely stays in after their loss to Duke at 25. Yeah, and um, did we see the Utes coming in here uh, on Saturday at number 12? Number did 12. I see? Yes, right the in between U. Texas and Oregon. All right, so that'll be interesting. Uh, the best teams from the Pac 12 right now uh, Washington, Oregon, Utes. Um, Utes are right ahead of Oregon, Aaron, and then uh, and then of course uh, uh, Washington's sitting there at what, Aaron? What'd you say? Number are they top ten? Washington is number eight. Yeah, number eight. Okay, that's going to be yeah. Really, the Pac-12 got off to an amazing start in these first two weekends. 
In fact, I think they're like 13-0 and 0 or, I mean, pretty. So, I don't know, Aaron, you think George could just put the put the conference back together? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. There are uh, five Pac-12 teams in the top 16. Oregon State at 16, Oregon at 13, Utah at 12, Washington at 8, and USC at 6. So, yeah, they had a good opening weekend. Yeah, and – Last night, <clears throat> Duke was the more physical team, and they went out and bullied the Clemson folks. Uh, and, and there was a real funny deal, Aaron. They um, Apparently, Dabo was making fun of how long they had to walk back out to the field from the visiting locker room. And so... <laughs> The Duke people put bounce houses all in the path, and uh, and then after today, um, they put a, a, a something up there that basically said, uh, "Sorry, Clemson. Maybe it was the long walk that you had, you know, that contributed to the loss." They had a very funny tweet about it. Duke is having fun, and they deserve to be fun. And Aaron, I had a tweet last night. I don't know if you got to see it, but it kind of it kind of resonated with folks, and I wish I could find my own tweet here, Aaron. But basically, I made the point, you know, if oh here it is, I said if you're going to whine about having to share revenue with lesser teams, you better not lose to those teams by three TDs, Aaron. That that uh, I wouldn't say it's gone viral. Is just say it did well. I'll tell you what went viral is something we had. We had the AD on the other day from Houston, and I kind of monitored that thing throughout the weekend. And somebody was listening. The Houston Chronicle writer Joseph Duarte was listening to our interview and quoted something that the AD said about those uniforms on our show, and he gave us credit. And you know. Uh, tweeted at us or whatever. He did. He did a fine job. Aaron, his tweet ended up getting somewhere in the neighborhood of like six, seventy to eighty thousand views, which is kind of crazy because like a like a really good tw- uh, interview for us will get somewhere in the neighborhood of like you know twenty to thirty thousand views. Like if we have somebody really good on right and, and then they say something really interesting that that'll get a bunch of views one time Aaron we had that high school coach on from Lake Islands who coached Trey Johnson I've, I've never totally understood that like I mean again he it was a it was a fun interview and it's a, a buddy of mine but I guess there was so much interest from Baylor fans and high school fans Aaron I look back recently because I was wanting to tell somebody about that and I think it ended up getting like thirty-five or thirty-eight thousand uh, views. That interview on our station with a high school coach from Lake Highlands High School. I again, I don't know. I mean, sometimes we'll have a like, you know, our interview with the Utah coach will do fine, but it won't do probably more than ten thousand views. Um, but anyway, just kind of interesting. Stats, Aaron. I know you like those analytics. I thought I would bring some stats to the uh, <laughs> Campus Confidential, uh, which is, of course, brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet. 
Uh, Aaron, what else do we have, sir? Colorado's upset win over TCU sent shockwaves through college football. It shook up the AP Top 25 poll, and it also shook up the Heisman Trophy betting odds. Shadir Sanders and Travis Hunter's performances during that game have caused a massive shift in those odds. Before the game, Sanders, the Colorado quarterback, was 151, 150 to one to win it, while Hunter, the defensive back and receiver, was 100 to one. Following their incredible showings against TCU, Sanders is now 28 to one. Hunter had his odds reduced to 25 to one, despite the massive jumps. Both players still well behind overwhelming favorite USC's quarterback Caleb Williams, who is four and a half to one to win his second consecutive Heisman Trophy. Aaron, the betting activity on Colorado is hot and heavy right now. Can you who remind me who they play this weekend, uh, this Saturday? Colorado. I I was reading those something similar to what you just said, Aaron, earlier today, and I, and one of those bet on us or bet one of those betting sites. Um, and the amount of action on Colorado this weekend, already for this game, I'm trying to get, oh Nebraska. Okay, yeah, they they're Nebraska uh, Colorado host the Cornhuskers Saturday at 11 a.m. Aaron currently bet us or whatever that thing's called. It said that. Colorado has there's more action on that Colorado game than any of the 32 NFL teams heading into this coming Sunday's games. Like that's crazy. There are occasional Saturday weekends where the money rivals the the action rivals the NFL. It happens occasionally. But the Colorado the action on number 22 Colorado is hot and heavy with the Cornhuskers going in there. Aaron, can you imagine? Wouldn't that be fun to be at? I mean, I'll be I'll be happy to be out there watching Baylor in Utah. But to be in Boulder, Colorado, Saturday, as the Cornhuskers come rolling into town for an 11 a.m. kickoff with those mountains in the background, Aaron, you think that wouldn't be a fun game to attend? That would be a heck of a time. (laughs) (laughs) I just cannot believe they're getting that much action. And, uh, again, it has to do with with Dion and that huge opening win. Let's see if they can keep it up. And, by the way, everybody's going crazy on that back and forth Dion had with Werder, Ed Werder, the other day. I think Dion was a little confused somehow that – Ed didn't write anything. Ed's a TV guy. Ed used to be a writer, but somehow Dion started asking Ed if he believed, and Ed, as only Ed could, said, believe in what? And he says, see, you don't believe. Well, Dion just saw a familiar face, and he's known Ed forever. And Ed didn't even take it personally, but other people have tried to make a big to-do of that. I promise you, if Ed was offended... You would know about it. You would have a million tweets, and Ed would be beating us all into submission with it. Ed's fine. Okay, for anybody that was wondering about that story. 
Um, Ed and I do a podcast together for people that don't know the Doomsday Podcast about the Dallas Cowboys. Aaron, uh, you have one more? I do. We've talked a little bit about it, but uh, Clemson head coach Dabo, Dabo Sweeney was left a little bit bewildered by last night's 28-7 to loss to the Duke Blue Devils. Duke, a team that hadn't beaten a top-ten program since 1989. Sweeney said, quote, that's the weirdest game I've ever been a part of. I've been beat. I've had my butt kicked, but that's the strangest game I've ever been a part of. Clemson had 12 more first downs, 48 more yards, and both threw and rushed for 200 yards, a stat Sweeney noted afterwards that had correlated to a 108-0 and all-time record for the Tigers before last night's loss. Yeah, and maybe that's what he can tell himself to move on and all that, but hey, these weird things happen if you get down there in the in the within the ten yard line. You keep fumbling and keep making mistakes. These things are going to happen. And uh, meanwhile, Aaron, did you see where their former quarterback did at Oregon State? I mean, he had a monster day. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he's one of the big I, reasons why they're in the top twenty right now. Yeah, I mean the Beavers have nowhere to go, Aaron. They're going to have to go play like in the the Sun Belt Conference next year. But they got a heck of a team. That'd be funny, Aaron, if, if Oregon State, Washington State showed up in there with Texas State. Man, if I was the AAC, I'd be trying to get G.J. Kenny. The only reason you wouldn't do that is because they might beat everybody. I'd be trying to get Texas State. Goodness gracious. You think G.J. Kenny's not going to become a hot name in college coaching? I mean, he's going to. This I mean, could be they, his only year there. Yeah, although <clears throat> if I were him. I would wait on the right job. Like, I'm not saying you stay at Texas State forever, but uh, you got to watch it. You don't want to jump out there. Like, Napier left Louisiana, and I understand why. Huge money, huge job. He's at Florida now. Aaron, when you look on that sideline and you see Billy Napier, it's like you've never seen a guy who looks more out of place. Like, it's just. You're just kind of like, there's no way. Like, he, 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 he he's just a, he's a guy that's going to have success at a certain level, and, and this is not it. Okay, um, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside Drake Toll has the day off, I think, and then he'll be back with us tomorrow. Uh, next, the Baylor legend, J.J. Joe, a voice of reason. In stormy weather. That's next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center. 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cnccollisioncenter.com and find them on Facebook. Wit Building Supplies. Your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations. And let me give you the addresses for those, in fact. Gatesville, uh, 1411 North Highway 36, Bypass North. And then Marlin, 
1204 Highway 6 out there in Marlin. That's that new and second location. Of course, that's same great quality, same great prices. Proudly uh, offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs with extensive range of materials. Uh, We ensure that you have everything you need, whether it's commercial, industrial, agricultural, or personal project. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. It's with with building supplies just down the road from higher prices. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like... Well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. In business since the 1940s, Alamo Steel of Waco delivers over 30,000 tons of steel nationwide every year. And now they're looking to grow their team. They're hiring fitters, welders, machine operators for both day and evening shifts, and an evening shift supervisor. Evening shift only works four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Also, $1 differential pay offered for evening shift. After 90 days of full-time employment, Alamo Steel offers PTO and a comprehensive benefits plan, including medical, dental, vision, short- and long-term disability, life insurance, 401k, and more. Full-time positions offer 40-plus hours per week. Hourly employees are paid weekly. At Alamo Steel, they believe in above-average pay to attract well-qualified individuals. Apply in person Monday through Friday, 8 till 5 at 2784 Old Dallas Road, one block off Interstate 35 in Lacey Lakeview. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, 
Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, flagship of Baylor football, Baylor athletics, and uh, one of our most famous quarterbacks ever, J.J. Joe, is standing by to join us now. And, J.J., in that coveted 5 o'clock slot. You know, everybody (laughs) buys for that. They want that slot. And I said, no, sir. No, sir. J.J. has that one today. And, boy, yesterday you had a lot going on, reacting to all kinds of stuff. But I understand that, uh, boy, your better half, uh, y'all were maybe celebrating a birthday. Would you like to – would you like to wish your bride a, uh, a happy birthday on a highly listened to radio program? Hey, you know, hey, I will. I mean, it was a happy belated birthday now to my Correct. lovely wife, who, by the way, I, I proposed to there at the then Floyd Casey Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we're still we're, we still got it got it kicking here. Um, uh, almost thirty years later, there, man. Getting close to thirty years. We just did twenty five. You'll have wow, a okay. yeah yeah we you have a lead on us but uh, boy that was a that was an interesting day uh, I think it was against the Rice Owls and uh, I think uh, you you kind of had things coordinated there fortunately we had a lead and then uh, you popped the question and the rest is history and um, yeah and you've already JJ remind me you have one uh, child that's already uh out there married i mean i mean you're 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 such a young guy that's hard for me to imagine but what's everybody doing these days yeah i do i have my oldest uh jordan he is he is yeah. married uh he and his wife he's actually a a coach and teacher over at the middle school he went to there in Bergville isd so he's he's out of the nest man and off the payroll so that's great i still have two more though that are causing issues, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, at Bert... Funding it. Hey, man, they're causing funding issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. I've got one of those on my payroll, but uh, she's a junior in high school, so that still makes a little sense. But uh, right. it, it, isn't it interesting when you turn one of those cars over to them, right? And then you're like, wait, I got to go get one, <laughs> which is never. That's always an interesting deal. And you start looking for all your exactly. car dealer buddies to, to weigh in there. Birdville, that'll be good. That'll be good. A coach. I thought he, I mean, you're a banker, businessman, entrepreneur, uh, and your son has decided to go into the coaching business. That is really, that'll be fun. I'll, we'll, we'll have to watch Jordan's career as uh, he comes up. Now, J.J., you tell me, were, was it kind of surreal to you as that was unfolding the other night? Like, what at what point did you kind of finally say, uh-oh, like this isn't just like a, you've seen these games where another team, a, a supposedly inferior opponent, gets off to a nice little start. And generally, but I guess by halftime, especially, I think all Baylor fans were like, this isn't pretty. Like, this is not just a, uh, and I, everybody was still wishing they would come back. But what, 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 what point of the game did you recognize um, that, hey, this was going to be a dogfight? And was it very early in the game? Yeah, it was pretty early. I knew it was going to be a dogfight, uh, a real a, a spirited, I guess you could say, effort by Texas State because they, 
You could feel, you could sense the energy, and then they had some guys start making plays, and uh, especially on the edge. And, and and one of the issues that we coming into the season, Matt, we talked about is the secondary, right? So so once they showed me that they had a couple of young men, in addition to Ashton Hawkins, who had a great year, a great game against us last year, I was like, oh, okay, this if we don't figure this out, this is going to be a fourth quarter game, and we never could really adjust to. Uh, them coming out and you know finding the matchup they wanted and then exploiting it. And and you're right, they were hunting matchups. It seemed to be getting like a safety on one of those smaller uh, receivers or whoever they were lining up in the slot. And and it well they came in. GJ Kenny, you got to tip your hat to him. They came in with a plan. Uh, and, and, and was it as simple as that, J.J.? Was there a lot of matchup hunting? I was listening after the game, and, boy, Coach Aranda was really giving you an answer. And, of course, you were probably the only one of all of us listening who understood what he was talking about. You know, he's about the only coach after a demoralizing loss like that that would right, stop right. and break all that stuff down. I thought, what is he talking about? And but I, I what what do you what, was it as simple as they just did an extremely good job of kind of putting people in tough matchups? Yeah, exactly, Matt. That's in, in the in the the Cliff Notes version for us older guys. Yeah, that's exactly what he was <laughs> saying. Is that they did a good job of then getting a skill guy, which is a slot receiver, against say you know our star are hybrid safeties. They did a good job of, you know, matching up against that. And what he was saying, what they were trying to do, and what they've done in the past, they did this with Petrie and everybody else, but the difference is you had Petrie and a JT Woods, or you had a Graylin Arnold and a Petrie, or you had so it's or you had an Al Walcott last year combined with uh, someone else at a safety. So what he was saying was they do it in and out on them, basically. One guy has outside, one guy has inside. And the challenge, though, with that is, is that if you're not getting pressure on the quarterback and he has time, then all of a sudden that outside guy lets him go and he has a one-on-one with the inside guy. Or the inside guy says, oh, the outside guy has and he has a one-on-one with him. And that's what was happening. And, and that Holbert and uh, Ashton Hawkins, he could have had mm-hmm. a great day if he wouldn't have just dropped two passes, right? Because mm. uh, they were deep ones. So, so that's kind of what he – I understood what he was saying, but I was like, Dude, you know, when that starts happening in the game, because, I mean, it, we saw the offense when Browse was here. Browse would get somebody matched up on somebody, and he would make you yell uncle. And if you didn't, you were going to lose to us. So, you know, I, I guess my only quandary with that is just simply, at some point in the game, you have to say, scrap what we have. Let's go ahead and yeah. put three or four corners in the game and try to cover the guy. Thank you. Thank you. Because it, it, the only success was, like, number 19, that freshman for the Bears. Yep, yep. Yep. I, I looked him up earlier today, and now I'm forgetting his name. But, boy, he, he came across you – on know, one of those crossing patterns or whatever, he made a great play on the ball. And I thought, goodness gracious, whoever that is, uh, I want more of that. And uh, and he made a really nice play on the ball. And, and uh, they didn't get enough of a pass rush. And, plus, that's the biggest quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, that was like <laughs> Dante Culpepper or somebody back there. That guy's six seven. And and then he can move. Uh, I mean, that was really something to watch. And he got in a rhythm. I, I don't know if any quarterback in the country played as well as that guy did uh, over the weekend. No, he had a great game. And that's what happens when you don't get hit, though. 
I tell you, he was he was in he was in seven on seven. We used to call it hole as well, where you really don't have a pass rush and you're sitting back there picking who you want to throw to, and that's that's the problem. And I I think I said this yesterday. I I said like you know we we, we got to find a way. We have if I look at our defense, I know we have some 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 real talent out there, but I think we got one guy I know that should be get an opportunity in NFL. I know, and that should be Matt Jones. Matt Jones is six three two fifty. He's a really good athlete and he can mm-hmm. play. Uh, I didn't even know Matt was in the game on Saturday uh, because I think what we've done since Terrell's loss, we try to put him in Terrell's position and Terrell was really good at reading, reacting and playing fast. Matt needs to be told, I need you to do X. And when you tell him that he does it at a very elite level. And I think right now he's trying to read and react. And I, I'm wondering if that's his highest and best use, but we got to fight. If we can't get to the quarterback. I would try Matt. I'd be like, Hey Matt, you see that guy back there? I need you to go tackle him. Right. That's <laughs> something. Mm-hmm. See if that would see what happens. He's six three yeah. fifty. When he played, he had his best year, not last year, but the other the, the prior year of the championship year when he was playing Jack, because Terrell was playing a hybrid, Jay was playing star, Doe was playing middle. He's playing Jack. He was a, and he he just had one assignment for the most part, and he played at a very high level. That's why I love talking to JJ Joe. <laughs> Takes you behind the game and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I love it when the professor kind of puts that hat on there. But it reminds you, by the way, of uh, of like a Gary Joe Kinney. That's the kind of guy you're talking about that, boy, when you mm-hmm. turn a guy like that loose, they're going to make a million tackles. And if they know exactly where they're supposed to be, and boy, Gary Joe was a was just a football player. He probably had, you know, tremendous instincts and knew how to do that thing. But And wasn't that wild to see, I mean, uh, G.J. Kenny walk in there, son of Gary Joe Kenny, and and go. have that kind of scheme. Uh, J.J. I mean, that's a guy that um, I guess Gary Joe was a little bit before your time. I can't remember if y'all had any crossover or not, but I mean that that had to be kind of interesting to see somebody of your vintage um, uh, have a son already as a head coach. I mean, now he's thirty four; he's extremely young. But that isn't that kind of wild to see that. No, it is. And Gary Joe was there. I was a freshman. He was a senior. Okay. And I played scout team against Gary Joe like every day. So it is a trip to see his son. But a lot of people don't remember, G.J. was actually committed to Baylor, I think, in early aughts. And uh, and we were on him. We were hoping he would get there because he was quarterback at, what, Gilmer, maybe? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, he flipped at the last minute. UT got in or somebody got in late and flipped him. And we lost him, and it was kind of we. It was just it really it was really depressing because we were looking for a quarterback, and then mm-hmm. I think he ended up going to Tulsa and playing. But it's great to see Gary Joe's kid doing well. Yeah, that's that's interesting. And by the way, there was somebody from uh, uh, the old <laughs> Baylor era uh, on that. Some of those people on the coaching staff. It's just interesting to see like who these coaches are disciples of. Uh, I I, I got to ask you about Sawyer. We're getting ready to watch his first collegiate start, Sawyer Robertson. In some ways, J.J., and again, uh, Blake was not the reason Baylor lost the other day. In fact, he's probably the only reason they had any chance because he did some really good things, and then he played through uh, pain. Um, Sawyer Robertson getting this start. In some ways, this could be an advantage for the Bears, couldn't it? The fact that there's really no tape out there on him unless you go back to high school. How do you how do you kind of see this playing out? There's there's advantages and disadvantages, aren't there? Yeah, there there are. And I mean, the, what you said, Matt, is exactly right. They don't have a bunch of film on him. All they have is what we saw. 
on Saturday, really. Uh, now, I'm glad he got to play uh, because that helps him a lot because he got to sense a college game, the speed of the, speed of the game, in a sense, and got to, he was in a high leverage moment because he needed to make plays. And he made some good plays, and, of course, he had a, a couple. One I don't put on him. It was the tip ball, but the fumble. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's trash time really trying to go get it. So I'm glad he got to play. And I think the offense, I think it gives Baylor at least, while the passing game, I think, will be muted just a little bit. Not a lot. It's just that Blake is more experienced. I think Sawyer's running ability will help because now as a defender, while Blake ran, no one was really felt threatened by Blake running. It's not that he can't run. It's just that's not what he does, you know, uh, the best. I think Sawyer can really run. And, he, and when he before that fumble, he looked pretty fast, didn't he? I mean, not only can he run, but he looks like he's got some speed. Uh, he's got that size. And but the but the thing is, JJ, you know, you got to be careful, don't you? I mean, it, it'd be lo- it'd be great to have a guy kind of like Gary. Now he's not Gary. He's not that kind of physical uh, person. But you got to kind of remember, you're thin at quarterback, don't you? You can you got to try to protect him. And while the running can be uh, a weapon for you, you got to, in the back of your mind, go, well, we don't really, I mean, I, again, the guy behind him, RJ, I mean, he's been a nice player at a different level in college football, but I think you're going to have to manage this quarterback a little bit. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you, you always, I mean, I think you manage it. Even Blake was in with Sawyer behind you, manage it. But, you know, Matt, the way I look at it, like I think Saturday, set for Coach Aram, the Saturday is probably a very important game. Um, you know, we know we've lost quite a few lately after the 21 season was great. The 20 season wasn't that great. 21 season was fantastic. Last year, we really didn't meet expectations. And now we're here and you don't, you're, you're unsuccessful against Texas state. To me, it's, it's, it's Katie bar the door on Saturday. It's like, whatever, if we have to, if we have to call Matt Mosley off the, off the sideline to play, we're going to play Matt because we need to win this for not only just kind of the players to get their psyche right. I think also from a program stability standpoint, not that we would go under or anything. Yeah. You just don't want two games in to be 0-2 and, and you're looking and thinking like, oh, we still got to play Texas this month and go to UCF, right? Um, yeah. So I think it's very important. So as far as that, to go back to the quarterback, you got to use whatever skill and talent that, uh, that Sawyer has to your advantage. And then you just have to deal with the consequences because it is football. Because uh, that's how important this game is on Saturday. Do you do fans come up to you and friends and and are bothered by the lack of emotion from Dave Aranda? It's funny how when they were winning and having a great year, <clears throat> it's almost like a a Landry esque kind of cool thing about him, right? That he has no expression. But like you're talking about, when you're in a bad way. It becomes like a negative. Hey, there's no fire there. I'm afraid his team reflects him because there's no fire from the team, at least in that first game. How do you how do you assess that when you hear? Because uh, certainly you've heard that criticism. Uh, you've had coaches who do it different ways. What do you What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, like teams generally take on the personality of their head coach. I mean, in general. Uh, but but still, I think, you know, the way he goes about it, trust me, Coach Rand is probably one of the most competitive people that you know. His expression of it is very muted. It's 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 not like old Coach Fredenberg when he was here at Baylor working for Coach Staff. 
he was very expressive. Uh, that's why I think for Coach Randon, I think he knows this. I don't know all the staff guys that well. I know Sean, I know Bell, but I think his staff has to be the antithesis of him. He has to have guys who are just the motor runs all the time on his staff because he is so calm. And I thought that's why the 21 season worked. Because I think, you know, I mean, I'm telling you, man, we have some guys who ran hot. Terrell ran hot. Uh, Jalen Petrie ran hot. Uh, and by hot, what I mean is those guys, you kind of had to calm them down, right? So uh-huh. when you have guys that run hot, he's a great coach. If you have guys that are pretty level-headed and they think and they process and all that, you know, he needs somebody on his staff that's like going to keep that those kind of guys going full bore. So I don't know all the staff. I'm sure he has some of those guys on the staff, but it's important that his staff be balanced enough kind of to provide what you're talking about for the players. Okay. I wish we had some uh, uh, audio of Coach Fredenberg's some of these colorful <laughs> <You know>. speeches <laughs> that you used to hear. I, I'd like to hear some of that, you know? They were all PG. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I'm told Grant, uh, Grant did not have a hard time expressing himself from time to time. It maybe didn't happen that often, but if Grant didn't like something, um, he, didn't, he did not have a hard time getting that across. I, I, I remember hearing that years ago. Yeah, no, no, Grant, trust me, Grant wasn't. I mean, Grant didn't have – you, you knew if Coach Tab was upset, right? You, trust me, you knew. But, I mean, as far as on his staff – yeah, he had he had two or three guys that ran much much warmer than he did. Let me put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> much warmer. <laughs> did you uh, did you ever watch the like after those games? You know, I used to love those coaches shows. So we would all be watching after you would play. Now you may not care anything about it, but we would watch the Grant Taft show. Or when I was a kid, it was the Jim Wacker show. Uh, because he was so funny, and the Bill Yeoman show at Houston. Did you like those shows as much as I did, or did you not pay any attention to them? Yeah, no, we used to watch it, because remember now, we didn't have the content these people have nowadays, right? Yeah. So, like, after the game, when we watched the tape, but, like, we, as far as yeah. like, how Coach was going to talk about the game, we didn't have that. So we used to watch the Coach Tab show, so it, it, it was, I mean, I didn't watch Jim Wacker show, but I used to watch Coach Tab when I was at Baylor. You remember my buddy Kyle Friedman? He was, like, on kickoffs and all. Like, my freshman year, I think you would have still been there. And, like, he would run down on kickoffs. We'd be watching the show. I'd be watching it with Kyle. And uh, I may have told you this before. And we'd be so excited because Kyle made the big hit or made a big right. play. And, uh, and, and, um, and, and Grant would say, good hit from that young man there. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't quite have the name down <laughs> for Kyle. I think Kyle would have been number 35 from the Woodlands or Kingwood. Now, probably Kingwood or one of those places in Houston. But uh, anyway, those were uh, those were some there were some players. What they used to call the players that were the walk ons nugs. Yeah, when you first got there. Time, it, yeah, it was something like that. And I forget it. But I've been hitting the head enough, Matt. I think it was something like <laughs> Nugs or something like that. I need to call my buddy Trey Weir. He would know. They did have a term for him. But, look, I'm going to tell you, man, we used to pull for those guys. We used to we used to hope we got a big enough lead or whatever they got, got in the game uh, and got to make plays. Because those guys, I'm yeah. you, those walk-on guys really put it in, man. And they weren't, they weren't on scholarship. So I have mad respect for them. 
Yeah, a David Camp comes to mind. Coach yep, Wetzel, it might might have been one of those players at some yep, point. So you had some uh, you had some great ones, but that that sounds like you. You would have been very nice to the the, the non scholarship players, even though you were getting all the NIL money. <laughs> man, shoot, I was boy. I'm saying, hey, 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 man, you probably remember this story. I got suspended because one of my good, but well, actually, the format late. Well, I got suspended for a game, right? Uh, uh-huh. I actually ended up getting reinstated before the game because uh, if you remember in 91, they had the shows, the shirts come out called Joe Knows. Remember, it was the Bono, it was a knockoff of the Bono's. Yeah, yeah. Bono Knows baseball. So Mark Jett, it was a baseball player, said, hey, JJ, I want to make these shirts, man. Joe yeah. Knows, what do you think? I was like, cool, man. Just make, just give me a couple shirts, right? So he makes these shirts. He sells them all across campus. I'm saying all these shirts. And I get called in by Coach Pickle. NCAA, I mean, he's the art kind of guy who's over compliance. <sighs> And he says, J.J., we got a problem. And I'm like, what do you mean we got a problem? Um, an article came out in the Houston Chronicle, and uh, we got called from the NCAA, and they want to talk to you about these shirts, Joe knows. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I said, I'm like, yeah, man, I got a couple shirts from Mark Jett. He made them. <laughs> so I was like, what's the big oh deal? Gosh. So, hey, look, I had to pay like 10 bucks for restitution. I was suspended up until kickoff before the SMU game. It's crazy. Or two two Joe No shirts. (laughs) Yeah, I can still see Jerry Pickle in those kind of those uh, rose-colored glasses that he would have, kind of those transitions or whatever. And uh, and then years ago, we played Rice a few years ago, and on the sideline, there he is, Jerry Pickle. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's still out there somewhere. And then Mark Jett, yeah, Mark Jett was a heck of a tennis player, too. He remains – like a tremendous tennis player, believe it or not, uh, in the Dallas area. But yeah, that's uh, those are those are blasts from the past. But uh, they are, well, Jay, <laughs> that's good stuff. Well, I knew you would be great on a lot of these different fronts, and uh, you bring calm in the midst of the storm. So I appreciate it, and uh, I uh, hope to see you down there on uh, Saturday morning as we try to get after these Utes. Hi, right, my friend. It's fun talking to you. Always fun. There he goes. J.J. Joe, the legendary Baylor quarterback and the color analyst uh, for Baylor Radio Network. I believe we call it something else now. The media, sports media. All right. Um, it is time now uh, for to hear from the Utah coach. We talked to the Utah Utes coach. Let's hear from him next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. 
Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Is joint pain, soreness, and achiness getting in the way of your best life? Football legend Emmett Smith refuses to back down to pain. That's why he's a huge advocate for QC Kinetics and their natural approach to getting you relief. Look, we get one trip around, so I wouldn't ever let pain stop me from hanging out with my race team, traveling with my family, or golfing with my friends. Emmett's got it right. And QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine to relieve that never-ending pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back. And the best news, there's nothing foreign being introduced into your body. Just your own body's natural healing properties. No surgery or no downtime. If pain's holding you back, maybe it's tennis, pickleball, running, hiking, or spending time with special people in your life, what are you waiting for? This is precious time. Get out there and get over to QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You're invited to experience the best carnival in Central Texas at the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo this October. Grab the whole family and enjoy fun games, thrilling rides, and all your fair food favorites. Don't miss the opportunity to make memories that will last a lifetime. Purchase a fun pass at your local participating Sefco convenience stores for even more fun and excitement. Each one includes gate admission and unlimited carnival rides each day of the fair for only $75. Visit hotfair.com today for more information. The 5th Street Market and Nursery is Bosque County's premier nursery, greenhouse, and boutique. Discover a variety of indoor and outdoor plants, unique gifts, and local artisanal products at their family-owned nursery and garden center. Located in Clifton off 5th Street, Highway 219. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5 and Sunday, 10 to 4. Check them out at 5thStreetMarket.com or on Facebook. Let their passionate team help your vision bloom into reality. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Qualifications and rules apply. See Genco FCU for detail. Warning, free Genco Casasa checking may lead to a rise in disposable income due to cash back on everyday debit card purchases, refunds on ATM fees, and eliminations of so-called service fees. Increased satisfaction may result while operating your Genco debit card. If you suffer from chronic money loss, search for help at any Genco branch office. This has been a financial health advisory, courtesy of Genco FCU. My money, my future, my credit union, It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, uh, Drake Toll, and Aaron Sexton as well. And uh, Coach Kyle Whittingham 
head coach of Utah on the line. And, uh, Coach, uh, excited to uh, host you guys. Everybody's been pointing to this game for a while. Um, I got to say, you know, everybody, of course, you may have heard it's a little warm in this part of the country. I'm sort of um, of curious. Is that something you – everybody has to prepare for y'all's altitude, and that's a constant storyline. Well, here it's the intense heat. Is that anything you approach anything differently from a hydration, anything you do differently to, to you know, get your uh, – make sure your players aren't cramping up and, and going through all of that? Yeah, we have. And, uh, in fact, during fall camp, uh, typically we're a morning practice team. But, but knowing that this game was uh, game two on the schedule and it was going to be hot, we shifted everything to the afternoon. And and uh, we had a fairly hot uh, August here. So we were in 9,500-degree heat uh, pretty much every day for two straight weeks. And so so we've done uh, you know what we can to uh, get ready for it. I know the humidity will probably be a little higher there than what we got here. But uh, I think our guys are, are, are ready for it. And, and like I said, we, uh, we made that change changed during fall camp exactly for that reason. The way to take this on, of course, is to get as many Texans on your roster as possible, right? You've, <laughs> you've, uh, you've recruited a few uh, Texans over the years. You, you knew this was going to be a good game. Everybody was excited about it. But you didn't know Baylor was going to be coming off uh, a loss like they had to Texas State. And, boy, you can just imagine there's a lot of gnashing of teeth, and this was not expected, and they were favored by 27-and-a-half. Um, so you're kind of facing – angry and desperate Baylor team, maybe a little different than than what um, folks were anticipating. What, having watched the tape, um, I heard you say something the other day. You you said you don't you think you'll see a different team than kind of what you saw on tape. But what were you able to kind of pick up about Baylor and and in what do you I mean what do you how do you kind of make sure your team doesn't buy into any of this like oh Baylor had this horrible loss kind of thing. Yeah, we're just chalking this up to or that game up as an anomaly, and uh, yeah, we know all about Baylor and what their what their history is, and and uh, they play good football, and and uh, we had that exact conversation with our team on Friday in the team meeting that hey, you know, even, don't don't think you're going to go play a team that uh, is not physical and and won't be ready to play. I mean, they're going to be all that, and you know, they got a great coaching staff, and uh, and they didn't play all that poorly. I mean, offensively over 500 yards, and and. Uh, you know, the real undoing was the red zone. Uh, that's really what the difference in the game was, in my opinion, uh, just not capitalizing in the red zone. And, and uh, you know, Texas State obviously was able to do some things through the air. You know, they had some good receivers and, and uh, you know, made some opportunistic and timely plays. And and so we're fully aware that uh, this is a game that we're going to have to be at our best. And uh, that's what we're expecting. I know I'll be the first one to ask you about Cam Rising this week, but uh, the you know it, it was interesting how your quarterbacks Bryson Barnes and, and uh, Nate Jackson Johnson performed. I mean, a great kind of one-two punch. Uh, Nate, such a great change of pace, incredible speed. Uh, I don't know if that makes you think any differently about like Cam. Could we could we wait a little bit longer on bringing him back? Like what what and, and what will what will make you know he's truly ready to make this start Saturday? Like, what, what do you kind of need to see to make that? Because I would have to think you've got to kind of factor in that these two guys did some really good things for you, uh, you know, this past Thursday. Yeah, they certainly did and, and handled their, their situations respectively extremely well. 
And, uh, you know, so that was a positive thing to see. And you're right, Nate is, uh, you know, when he's out there, he looks like the fastest guy in the field every time he's out there. And so he's got a skill set that, uh, you know, as a former defensive coordinator myself, I know those, uh, you know, those guys that can hurt you with their legs and with their arm are the, the toughest to defend. So so we think he's got a bright future here. But as far as Cam, as soon as we get the, the uh, absolute green light that he's cleared uh, completely and also he feels confidence, I think that's uh, something that's very important is he's got to be confident in his knee and, and feel like he's ready to go. And so once those two things line up, then he's our guy. I mean, he's the guy that led us to the last two championships, and and uh, we'll put him in the game as soon as he feels like he's ready to go. And so if that's this week, then fantastic. But if not, then our other two guys got to be ready to uh, carry the load just like they did last week. Cal Whittingham, uh, coach of the Utah Utes on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, your flagship for Baylor football. Uh, coach, how do you prepare for Sawyer Robertson? You know he's going to be getting the start. Uh, not a lot of tape out there on him, maybe just a tiny bit at Mississippi State, just a very limited now at, at Baylor. Uh, do you go all the way back to – to high school how do you kind of make sure that you're ready for him because again they won't change their whole offense but certainly this guy brings some different things than than Blake Shapin uh, did yeah, he does, and, and yes, we have done our homework and then watched high school tape, and and uh, of course the, the the snaps that he got last week. Obviously, you know that's that's something that uh, our guys are studying hard, and and uh, that's how you do it. I mean, we've, you just you call on all your resources and anybody that that coached the kid or knows the kid. I mean, you do as much background as you can, and and uh, that's just uh, pretty much typical from week to week. You know, when you have a player you don't know a lot about, you got to drill down and and turn over every stone and see what you can find out but uh, you know he's a big strong kid you know six four well over 200 pounds and and uh, we know he's athletic and and so we've got uh, you know got to have a plan for him it's more love it coronado tape than you planned on watching yeah <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit yes <laughs> What, what do you remember, Coach, about uh, facing Jeff Grimes, Baylor's offensive coordinator? Obviously, was at BYU. The O-line coach was as well. With that wide zone offense, Baylor's had some success with that. Um, what's what's the most important thing you have to key on? And obviously, this, this quarterback we were just talking about might open up the run a little bit more for Baylor. What is, what is the most uh, important key when you're preparing for, for this Jeff Grimes offense? Well, first of all, we know they're going to bring physicality. That's uh, what he's hung his hat on for years, uh, a physical style of play. And, uh, you know, we got to be ready for that. I think last week was a good tune-up for that. You know, with Florida, they're a physical football team. And, and uh, you know, last year we opened with Florida, and they really put one on us. We played very poorly at the line of scrimmage. And so that that's really going to be the key is the line of scrimmage and being able to control the blocks and, and uh, you know, cancel the gaps and make sure we're in the right place at the right time and, and tackle well. You know, that's, that's going to be a big key. We only missed four tackles last week against or, uh, against Florida, and that was that was probably, uh, if not the biggest key, one of the biggest keys to our success in that game. And so, um, got to be able to defend, got to be able to keep big plays to a minimum, and uh, got to get some uh, takeaways. We didn't do a good job of that last week. We only had one takeaway, and typically, uh, we're a team that uh, does a good job taking the ball away. So that'll be important to be able to do that. Do you y'all had back-to-back uh, Pac-12 titles? Do do you embrace, like, is there a three-peat talk going around? I mean, this is kind of an interesting 
thing that this is the last go round for the Pac-12. And by the way, the conference off to a nice start, aren't they? Um, yeah, how about I'm, that. <laughs> that's a pretty uh, amazing thing. It has to be a little bit of a surreal feeling to um, watch the conference kind of in one afternoon, kind of unravel. Now you kind of probably saw some of that coming, but I mean it, that would be. I would think that'd be a pretty amazing thing. Is the last uh, year of its existence to win another one and have it be your third? Is that something y'all sort of openly talk about, or are you so process driven? It's like, hey, we got to stay in the moment, kind of thing. Well, we have our team goals, and that's certainly one of our, our team goals is, is to be a three-peat uh, in the Pac-12. It's never been done. You know, since the Pac-12 has been around, it's, no one's ever three-peated. And so that's something that would be uh, ideal for us to, to finish up our Pac-12 uh, experience with uh, with another championship. And and uh, got a lot of good fo- football players on the team that returned, and it's starting with our quarterback, Cam Rising. And, and uh, that is absolutely something that uh, – you know, that is talked about and and a goal of ours. Coach, really appreciate you being on with us. You've got the holy war. I'd like to start something with the Baylor Baptist, okay? So let's put our (laughs) marketing brains on and figure that out. All right, we'll do that. That sounds good. All right, there he goes, Kyle Whittingham, head coach of Utah. They'll be in town, of course, Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff. All right, that was uh, my conversation with Utah coach Kyle Whittingham. Uh, and uh, thanks to everybody involved. Um, uh, Stephen Simcox had a hand in that today. Ward, Aaron, and then Drake Toll for uh, that was his uh, work landing that interview and uh, doing a great job for us. Of course, you can hear Drake three to five weekdays. He just happens to have today off as he's traveling and he'll uh, return uh, to us and uh, that was um, Aaron interesting to hear uh, to go from listening to JJ Joe and then uh, to hear from coach Whittingham and I, I think some of the same things I I think this this kind of the unknown that Sawyer Robertson represents, I think J.J. believes that can be an advantage for the Bears. And I thought that was interesting, Aaron, the part of the J.J. interview where he said something along the lines of, um, it's Katie bar the door time. And, 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 and meaning that this coaching staff and this head coach desperately needs a win. And I think that was in response to me, Aaron, saying, hey, you kind of, don't you have to manage Sawyer? I mean, can you really run him that much when you don't truly have um, – I mean, I guess R.J. hopefully could come in and do a serviceable job for you, but you're really thin in the quarterback room. Don't you have to kind of protect your quarterback? And that is when J.J. said, no, it's Katie bar the door. And I thought that was uh, of, um, of great interest. And, and, then, and then hearing J.J. – Talk about the um, that that if you're going to have a real calm, no expression type head coach, you better have some players and coaches who are running hot. Now maybe that's Matt Pallage on this staff. Uh, maybe on the offensive side, I don't know if Mateos runs hot. Grimes can. He's a pretty even kill 
uh, level-headed sort, but I I would imagine if you uh, if you got if he needed to, you would know it. My goodness, he's a kind of an imposing figure. But the other part that he said is on those teams, they had people like Petrie and Bernard who were running hot where you almost had to pull them back sometimes. And that's kind of what you need when you have somebody like Aranda. And if you have more level-headed kind of guys that you almost have to fire up, I also thought J.J. had very interesting things to say about Matt Jones. Aaron, you know that's a name I've brought up a lot as a player I really, really like. And J.J. had the thought that it didn't really seem like Matt Jones was on the field the other night in the sense that he just wasn't making the plays you would expect him to make. And J.J. had the interesting point that Matt Jones, unlike maybe Bernard, is someone that kind of needs to, hey, go hit him. You know, don't have him diagnosing a lot of things. You know, go sideline to sideline, go play ball, see ball, attack ball. That that's kind of what Matt Jones is and what he needs to be. Some really good stuff today from a variety of guests and uh, we have uh, enjoyed having you. Uh, some Cowboys breaking news to share with you. We'll do it next in the dismount. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Back goes Jones, down goes Jones. Only heard here. Parsons beat the left tackle clean. All season. It's another two-sack game for Michael Parsons. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants this Sunday starting with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Do you want a brand new boat? Right now you can get a boat cheaper than ever before at Marineland Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats. For Marineland Boating Center's 40th anniversary sale, we're slashing prices like never before. For a limited time, you could save almost $10,000 on an awesome new boat. Also, for a limited time, we are offering a free water sports accessories package worth $1,000 with select Yamaha boats. But hurry, this 40th anniversary sale only lasts for 40 days or until we sell 40 boats, will you be one of the lucky few to save thousands of dollars? Imagine the happiness you would feel owning a new boat. Imagine the fun you could have. Imagine the feeling of freedom and relaxation you'll feel when you're out on the water. Check us out online at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com or Google Marineland Boating Center to see our reviews and you can see for yourself why we are the highest rated boating center in Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. Brownhouse Cafe is local homegrown southern cooking, like going home to Grandma's house, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with breakfast being served all day. Dishes like homemade biscuits and gravies, pancakes, French toast, or build your own omelet. And don't forget about lunch and dinner, chicken fried steak, build your own burger, grilled Atlantic salmon, and daily specials, plus homemade pies daily. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., Brown House Cafe in Woodway. Check them out at brownhousecafe.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic. Enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I did want to remind you, um, this these new regenerative treatments, K, uh, QC Kinetics, nation's leader, regenerative medicine, now open, giving lasting relief to people with joint pain, uh, QC Kinetics, over 100 clinics nationwide, treated thousands of patients with incredible success. If you got pain in your knees, shoulders, hip, or back, you need to check out the new treatments. They can actually help your body restore and repair itself. Uh, get a free consultation, 254-415-4100, 254-415-4100. Been a good day. 
Rangers talk with Matt Hicks. Great visit with J.J. Joe. Really nice visit with the Utah coach. The great Kyle Whittingham, who I've given a hard time over the years at Utah program. But I got to say, it was was really fun getting to visit with him. Last night, Aaron, uh, Duke wins and um, uh, beats Clemson. And after the game, the quarterback for Duke, who played really well, asked for an extension on his on his homework from one of his professors. Uh, and he put that out. The ACC <clears throat> network had that. And Duke University uh, put up a, a video, and it was his public po- policy professor at Duke responding and said, sorry, Professor Taylor says no special treatment for quarterbacks. This is, <laughs> <laughs> this is Duke University has put this post up. So good try, Riley. It did not work out, and the professor is, has responded. Uh, thank you to everybody. Tyler Smith does have a hamstring uh, strain, and its MRI revealed that. We'll find out what it means for his status for Sunday night in New York. We'll have more on that as we move forward this week. Have a great night. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's cover check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, what a season opening debut and Big 12 debut for the Cincinnati Bearcats. 